0: everyone and welcome to the novacast a digimon rewatch experience I'm Sloan
1: I'm Mina and I'm Tom
0: and today we are here for episodes 31 through 33 of digimon data saver squad um if I had one word to describe this little mini arc it would be a uh, woof
2: <laughs> hey, you, d- you need to you need no, to, not the yeah, good
1: woof, Not like bark, bark. I mean, like woof, like oof. Yeah, you, you need to clarify. It's just woof. This guy stinks. or yeah. woof! What a show.
0: Yeah, not like. This is.
3: I, I think woof, I think woof, woof. Oh boy, give me a treat, Sloan, I think I think the vibe you're trying to you're trying to uh, like imply here is that you basically you, you feel like you need to light a uh, you need to smoke a cigarette. After yeah, this, after that's this that is. Thank stuff. you. That yeah. is the you can go yeah. like.
2: and
0: then like light up and just like take the longest drag imaginable
3: yes exactly yeah uh this 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 was a really interesting arc that i didn't I, i definitely didn't expect um i'm not sure how anyone could have but this was definitely the show kind of like this this felt like a this felt like a statement arc from the show, uh, or a set of episodes, I should say, from this show of like, here's what we are, here's why we do things around here, and, and and that was really cool. So yeah, I'm excited to dig into these this week.
0: Yeah, I think um I said it to um uh, Tom, I think these are um this mini arc is probably like, maybe the best one we've had in the entire like franchise so far. Like it's uh it's real good. <laughs> it's these three episodes are like. Very focused on what they're doing, and they have like a very suitable punch in each and, episode, and like and, and very now you understand,
1: ending. and now you understand why I said them introducing all three megas in one episode works to its benefit, right? Yeah,
0: no, yeah, I, I totally get it now. I think, I think, yeah, it would, it would have been because we would have had too much time with like the oh no, I'm at my my I can't do it, and then oh they get the mega, but like I think it's 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 much better here. Yeah, I I I like this <laughs> decision a lot. I don't yes. need like a, a drawn out like three minute inner monologue of Thomas being like, oh, but no, she's going to beat us, and then the waterfall, and then it's like, oh, but Gaumon's strength, and it's like no, like yeah. we're just get, we're getting right into it. And I appreciate I, so, that.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. all, all yep. three of these battles, uh, all three of these episodes are basically one v ones with the main characters and the bio hybrids with plot happening around them. Yeah. Um, and in each of them, the battle they win the battle not with like a random you know new power, level. I mean, c- kind of in, in Marcus's case, but, yeah, um, it's with a change of mindset, and I think that's a really cool way of, of, uh, showing these characters and the way that they develop versus, uh, their counterparts from other series.
0: Yeah, it's, it's an interesting show of, like, how they're developing and sort of how they're sort of positioned against, like, their, not necessarily opposites, but, like, their, their faux biohybrid, right? Like, Especially mm-hmm. in the case of like, say, Thomas and Nanami or Marcus and Koki, like you really see how different they are as characters and how they, how the the good guys uh, are able to overcome based on the way that they
3: have grown. Hmm. Yes. Um. Before we get into this arc, uh, for this week, which I'm excited to do, shall we cover some of the interesting news that we had? We oh, yeah, got news we
0: we got trading card news. We got trading yes. card news. Everybody loves collecting pieces of cardboard. I know I do. Um, so the other last episode, Mina, you talked about Digimon Liberator. Yeah. We got character names and we got some champion evolutions. And uh, I'll I'll go over these real quick if y'all don't mind. I'll go for it. Uh, so the the guy is named Shoto Kazuma. He's a guy that has like these like red highlights in his cool jacket. Um uh, then we have Arisa Kinosaki, who I think, I think this is like a peak Digimon, I said it last time, I'll say it again, this is a peak Digimon character design. There is something about this that, like, is like the id of Digimon to me. Like, pure concentrated Digimon human. That's some good designs. It's a good design. I like it. Um, so yeah. these are like the main characters of like, I guess like this. Like web manga or something. Yeah,
1: the the web manga that's starting in the spring.
0: Okay, uh, so like there are hero and heroine. Uh, we talked about their partners Teromon and Shumon, but we got their uh, champion forms. We have Galemon, who is like um, just like a bigger Dino Bird, I guess.
1: It's like if the first one is more of a more of a parakeet. This one's like the 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 parakeet's dinosaur ancestor.
0: Yeah. And then we've got Shu Shumon, which is maybe one of the best names for a Digimon ever. So, I, I actually levels. did
1: some research, and it's it's so layered. It's even more layered than I thought before.
0: The, the mon's so nice, they named her twice.
1: So, like, Shu, obviously, it refers to, like, the shoe that's, you know, that it's on its body as part of its design. But Shu is also the Japanese onomatopoeia for, like, running fast. It's like, you know um your feet hitting against the ground. So okay. shoe shoe it both refers to, you know, the fact that it is upgraded from one shoe to two shoes, but also the Onomatopoeia of of moving quickly because it's got rollerblades now.
3: I like that. That's good also, also it's a rodent, so like you've got the chew finger yeah. there, like exactly yes. yeah. And chew, also
0: chew. her favorite uh, food is eclairs. Like the shoe pastry, so <laughs> it's triple layered. I made that joke um, last week. I'm making it again. I don't care. Is that a brand? Is that
3: a, is that a brand? Like it's no shoe choux...
0: pastry. Shoe pastry is like C H O U X. That is like the what they call the pastry oh. that is used to make like eclairs and stuff. I
1: am I'm, I'm not cultured enough for that reference. So I I, I apologize.
0: <laughs> look at look get a load of this guy.
1: <laughs> I don't know if this is a a coincidence, but the French word "choux" also means favorite. And it's shown up on a lot of Japanese media before. Oh, so it—I don't know. It, there's a lot of like it's a—it's a name that's silly on its head, but the more you dig into it, the cooler it becomes.
0: I—I nice. I love this Digimon. It's just like a—a like a, a squirrel with a safety pin in its ear, and it has rollerblades. I dog yes. Digimon are so good.
3: Yeah, it, it's refreshing as well to see like these new Digimon show up, and like they are undeniably. Digimon, <laughs> you know, um, it's, uh, it, it goes to show you that, you, you know, you can come into the world with like your monster collecting game and come up with some like wholly original designs that do not infringe on the copyrights of other people. Oh, very we're going to
0: age this so. podcast so, <laughs> don't, I, no, I do not want to get started on this because I'm going to get so mad that we will spend two and a half hours of me screaming and we will not talk about the episodes.
3: Yeah. I'm that, just going to uh... be
0: honest. I'm just going to be honest about it.
3: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I had to do it. I had to do it. Um, I,
0: I, I respect. I respect you going for it. I, don't get me wrong.
3: I saw Digimon, so this is obviously referencing Power World. Um, the, the, the Digimon's uh, name was dragged into that discussion in at least a couple of posts I saw, and I was like, "Okay, I don't want to get into this too much," but <laughs> you keep you keep the name out of your damn mouth. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was my general reaction to that. So, um, anyway, uh, this Digimon, based on the character designs alone, uh, I. I my reaction to a lot of things Digimon is always kind of like, I wish it was just a, an anime. <laughs> so, uh, Un-
0: understandable. I mean, given the translation like of Seekers, um, yeah, I, I mean, we all wish this the, was an anime.
1: At the very least, this is a manga, so there will be like good fan translations quickly. People just don't have the patience to translate the full novel.
3: <laughs> That's very valid. I also just hope it's good. You know, yeah, be, I hope it's be, good too. That'd be nice because I didn't see that many positive reactions to Seekers, Although, admittedly, those were initial impressions I saw rather than impressions from people who have been following the
1: the series. So, um, so yeah, uh, I hope it's good. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I I think their their marketing strategy for Liberator is really smart. They're releasing two starter decks themed around these two characters right when the web manga is dropping in April. So. It's a good bit of cross-brand synergy where people, if people pick up the web novel, who are fans of other Digimon media, and they read it and go, "Oh, this card game seems really cool. I want to pick it up." They can just pick up one of the two characters from the manga they're already reading.
0: Yeah, I think yes. that's, that's very smart. Uh, yeah. Speaking of um, card game stuff, Mina, I would like, if you don't mind, I'd like to turn this over to you about the the big card game announcement that they have yeah.
1: aside from Liberator. So they they had a huge. Um, announcement stream last week where they talked about a bunch of upcoming stuff in the digimon card game they revealed a ton of upcoming uh, upcoming cards from the next two sets in japan um and we'll, we'll we'll touch on some of those in a second but the real big exciting announcement was that um the digimon card game is going to have a unified global release schedule by january 2025 which is like wild like there i don't think there's any other card game out there right now um, that releases in both Japanese and English that has a unified schedule. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like, four, th- three or four months behind uh, Japan. One Piece is three or four uh, months behind Japan. Like, this could be very big if if they manage to pull it off properly. Yeah. What a, what a statement of confidence
3: as well. Uh, I, I keep using that word, but, like, it, it really is something where it's, like, not only is the card game clearly doing pretty good internationally, it, it must be doing better than pretty good internationally if they're able to say, okay. Let's just go for it. Let's just let's let's do what's not never been done before, you know. Um, and I and based on what I've seen of it, I think they've got every right to be as confident yeah. as they have been beyond just obviously the 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 finance probably work. The finance is probably making sense to to do that. Um, I know, Mina, you had some skepticism about bringing the releases outside of Japan up to speed with. They're, they're going
1: they're going to have to hyper accelerate the release schedule yeah so like i they so they just announced a bt 17 which is the one based on every digimon movie which we'll talk about in a second as releasing in in august in north america that is coming out in march in japan so the fact that they're not going to start accelerating until august means that they're going to have to do um, so Japan's targeting, uh, BT-20 as the point where the two, um, releases unify, and that's going to be next January. So between August of 2024 and January of 2025, they're going to have to release BT-18, BT-19, EX-7, and then BT-20. <laughs> so that is a lot of product to cram into just over four months. Um, and I'm yes. just, I'm just concerned that releasing that much stuff that quickly is going to alienate some of the the customer base um who can't keep up with the release schedule but yeah if if that's the price we have to pay to get things caught up i think that's great i'm really looking forward like as a player to japan not just being like a testing ground for what's good i'm looking forward to actually having to innovate with deck lists and like come up with your own strategies instead of just looking at what worked in japan and copying that
0: yeah because <laughs> um especially because like the ban list is the same between uh, Japan and English, right? Yeah, and I think so I You're, think you're, you're reason... not really. It's not like it's, like, um to go with the Yu-Gi-Oh! example, like, TCG and OCG have, like, their own banlist and everything, It's so, like, you're... They're two different metagames. Like, this is one unified metagame, so...
1: it Kind of. Japan still does best of one, whereas North America does best of three, so the metagame is different for gotcha. that reason. Um, like, decks that can go fast and are sackier are rewarded more in Japan versus mm-hmm. here, where you have to have more consistent play. Um, but, yeah, I... So the fact that they're they're still doing a unified ban list is probably a big reason why they want to have a unified release schedule because the latest ban list that came out hit cards that weren't even available in English yet. Um okay. and they probably don't want that to happen again. They want to make sure that if a card's getting banned it's because everywhere is having problems with it and not just one region. Yeah,
0: that makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's it's never great to draw attention to,
3: you know, stuff being out of sync it's uh, actually whenever they like the pokemon like accounts will tweet about something happening in the anime in japan and it definitely seems like it's definitely like it's a bit of like a wink and a nudge thing from them whenever that happens yeah oh boy um, i
0: can't wait to see this happen to Liko in the dub in uh eight months
3: yeah, yeah. I guess I guess now it's not so much of a big deal because they've retired
1: Ash, and Who cares now? But uh, yeah, Ash, <laughs> Ash winning the championship was a big one. where like the English accounts didn't yeah. talk about it officially, but like, oh, this sure is sure is yeah. good stuff happening today. That happened Just twice think-
3: as well because they happened in the Sun and Moon series, and like they had that thing, and then they had they could have figured out some way to you know. Make journeys accessible. They should
0: have had the the um I don't know. the 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 episode where he wins or like be played in Times Square too. It just
1: it just reminded <laughs> me of that one like Avatar role play account tweet that <laughs> that people are obsessed with the one that was posted on the day Osama bin Laden died. Yeah, just like I hear of big, big news on news your world. world. <laughs> That's why all the Pokemon that. tweets. That's what all the Pokemon tweets feel like. like they're, they're like, oh, something big happened, but they can't say what it is.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's very fun. It's very fun whenever that happens. Um, but yeah, th- this is cool news. I, um, I'm also very interested in like one of the... Was this a new set they announced, or was it just a new card? But basically, our yeah, war this... Games is coming to the card game.
1: Yeah, from what... so they, they announced... Yeah. They, they, well, they, the set was already announced, but they showed the first cards from it. BT-17 is a set. Um, which is based entirely on the Digimon movies, most prominently, um, our war game and the original, um, OVA. So they announced a bunch of cards from those, um, that have extremely cool lore, um, effects, like the, the effects that are inspired by the actual, uh, you know, anime and movies, um, the most prominent of which is probably Diaboromon having the first alt wincon in the card game. And Tom, do you want to explain what this what this Alt WinCon does? Yeah, this rules. Um I so basically Diaboromon
3: nukes the game. That's that's the short version. <laughs> uh, the long version is that there are like these uh, they they count as like Diaboromon tokens. And I think the card art for like that card that's specifically called Dearbalmont Token. That has um, is is a shot from our war game with the with the clock, uh, Dearbalmont like um, lingering over the clock and uh, taunting yeah. the protagonists. Clock, just... clock of the end, which is such yes. a good name. <laughs> so the gist of it is that uh, i mean meaning you might want to like clean up some of my description here, possibly, but like the, the gist of it is that if you have Diabormon in play and then you have four of the Diabormon tokens in play, you win the game. Yeah, is that, if you have, yeah. if you have
1: yeah, if you have four clock of the ends in your in your battle area, you win the game. <laughs> Which is like basically Dioborma nukes he so you when you play the first one, he fires the nuke and then you're trying to buy time as Dioborum, like swarming the field with tokens to prevent the opponent from destroying the original until you have all, all four clocks in play. It's so nice. good. And like it rules, yeah. Yeah, and it's so funny, because people, when that, when that was first announced, people were like, that's really cool, but it's going to be really impractical. There's no way to search it. There's no way to, like, bring them back from the trash. And then the very next day, they announced three new cards, a Caramon, an infirmon and a, a Chrysalamon, that all search it and can bring it back from trash.
2: We're
0: so <laughs> back, Diaboromon heads. We've <laughs> never been more back.
1: So
3: it's, the, it's... The, the absolute stranglehold that that OVA has on the franchise um, is both like it is it is the good version of like charizard always showing up in pokemon or whatever it is it is just like this is something that the series will never get away from and i wouldn't have it any other way
1: yeah (laughs) i mean like yeah it it would be like if pokemon had a as a movie directed by hao miyazaki like (laughs) mamaru hasoda is one of the fucking titans of the industry like of course you want to keep reminding people of the stuff he did hey everyone
0: remember what mamaru hasoda did because we're gonna remind you for the 80th time,
3: it's like okay, <laughs> hey, gladly, gladly. Remember this sick ass movie that we made? <laughs> like in uh, all, half an there's hour. There's another. Stables. There's
1: another thing I want to share. I want to share with you with you folks that you might not have uh, been as familiar with because it didn't get quite as much coverage. Um, they also announced for BT17. One of the two secret rares on the set is the Greymon from the original OVA. Ooh. Oh, cool. So, but he's not like
0: is, red. That's a shame.
1: Yeah, it's so it's the first non red greymon it's a, it's white color instead and white is usually used in um the card game for like mysterious or unidentified digimon
0: oh i i meant this isn't like red greymon like the specific red greymon
3: that was i oh. think a lot i think a lot of that was yeah the the the, the stylistic choices in that film definitely yeah. made him appear different from the color you see here. Yeah, yeah. so greymon Agamon's looking very chunky, uh, I will say that. He's looking very angular. Yeah, he's, yeah.
0: he's a big lad, and I like
3: that. Like he, do, like he is in the film, yeah. Anyway, sorry, Mina.
1: Yeah, so one, one really cool thing um, is that all of the effects of this card are so flavorful. So first of all, its name is always treated as Koromon, because that's what Kari thought it was. <laughs> like oh yeah she, she didn't know that it was called that it was called agumon or Greymon. she just kept S- calling it coromon so to tie so it's baby na- didn't know its name <laughs> so its name is <laughs> always treated as coromon second when it digivolves it gets 3000 dp for the turn and then can delete one of the opponent's digimon with lower dp than it which you put, it put it it puts its dp up into the ultimate threshold like the the upper limit of what ultimates have which is representative of the fact that it was able to beat Parrotmon and Ultimate Digimon in battle, despite only being a champion. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, is there like a Parrotmon card that has like 7,000 or something? Like not just yet. Just to screw there, with it?
1: There isn't a Parrotmon card yet, but I would be so surprised if we didn't get one in this set. Disrespect on my man Parrotmon. What a shame. And, uh, then on, on Deletion, you can play one Tai and one Kari ta- uh, Tamer card into your, oh. into your battle area.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah, and then after you do that you get to hatch a new breeding area as well. So it it becomes an egg after after it, it gets deleted. Then you
0: get to make the real Agumon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Man,
0: I I say this a lot, but I I love like how the the lore and like the series like is shown in like mechanical ways in the card game. Like like this, the Marcus the Marcus stuff where like he can just punch Digimon and just absolutely wreck your Manoa deck because that deck <laughs> sucks. No, I'm not salty still. Hey,
1: you Uh, know know what's great, Sloan? Manoa's a movie villain. She's getting support in this set too. Oh, let's
0: go. My Italian girl boss queen.
1: That was going to be my question is if this was going to cover, like, the the,
3: quote-unquote classic movies or, like, if it was going to include, like, your more recent uh, L.E.K. It's it's everything. So they've already
1: confirmed. um, At the very, very least, it's covering the original OVAs. Um, It's covering... Uh, Our war game, it's covering Revenge of Diaboromon, the Hurricane Touchdown duology, uh, Island of Lost Digimon, uh, Runaway Locomon. um, No, we
0: can do without that one,
1: (laughs) Uh, Bandai, it's okay. Um, The Savers one, Burst Evolution Unlocked. And then, um, Last Evolution Kizuna. I, I haven't heard anything about Tri, and they might not be covering Tri, because Tri got its own that's, set already.
0: That's okay, Bandai, you don't have to cover that either. <laughs> you already but, gave me the Joe and Mimi Tamer card for that, it's okay, you can, you can you're you done now.
1: But, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm super looking forward to seeing more cards, um, from this set, because, like, they just all so far every card that's been revealed from this set seems to be extremely good at adapting flavor in a mechanically interesting way hmm. oh god i i love it it's so Is exciting. there
0: like a parasimon who like makes your like Rika tamer suck?
1: <laughs> uh not i mean like there there i think there's only one parasimon card so far um and what it, what it does is uh after you attack with it you get to play it under one of your other Digimon, and it gives it uh, more power and uh, security attack plus one. But that was all the way back in EX2, like the dedicated Tamer set. Uh-huh. Um, and we haven't gotten another one since then. So,
3: Gotcha. All right, if this is a movie set, you know what we need? Um, we need the Angel Anaconda-mon card.
0: <laughs> yes, we need Angel Anaconda-mon.
3: Yeah. God. I think...
0: Uh, on on deletion, cause your parents to get a divorce.
1: I think Toey would actually rather like cancel the card game entirely than have to make me play an econ <laughs> card.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. Well, they're cowards. I'm just gonna be real. They're cowards. <laughs> they will not survive the winter.
3: Yeah. Um. I know. Don't, I, don't, I mean, like. Can they do, like, a Real Big Fish card or something? Like, can they Can they have a card where it's, like, It's real. Card?
0: No, Real Big Fish isn't in uh, our war game. It's Less Than Jake and um, Mighty Mighty Boss Stones. Real <laughs> b- you're thinking of the Rave Master OP. Oh, I don't know. Done, by, not... done by Real Big Fish. And that's I, a banger. <laughs> I talk every so often. I'll tweet about that.
3: <laughs> I've never watched Ravemaster, Master. Sorry.
0: I mean, it's it's probably mid. I don't know. I can't remember it. But they had a really good Scott op for the dub, done by Real Big Fish.
3: I feel like the, the rave, rave master and stuff like uh, that. That fits into my head alongside like Shaman King and stuff like that. Which... Yeah,
0: I think it's like isn't it like the same like
3: person? S- s- no, that's,
0: no. Rave Master is the same as the Fairy Tale people. I know that.
3: Oh, okay, okay. I, I feel like Soul Eater is up there as well, but you know, whatever. Um, that was a good OP. Uh, I've never some... seen it. Um, it's the one. Okay, but I've not seen the show, but like, it has a OP by uh, Tommy February Six, who also did the Gintama OP. Okay. So it's it's good. Paper Moon. It, it's it's good. So it's
0: only a paper moon.
3: Yeah. Uh it's good. Anyway. Uh it's cool. I really want to know how to play the card game. So <laughs> we're,
0: we're gonna do something at some point. I, I played yeah. Mina recently, uh I got uh what? wait absolutely BTF-owned.
3: Wow, I missed all this.
1: Being left out of, you
0: were literally asleep. We were playing till like eleven p.m. or so, like yeah, eleven p.m. Got,
1: my yeah, time. I got. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was <laughs> one one thirty in the morning. My time. I got. I got home from playing Digimon cards IRL, and someone was like, "Hey, you want to play?" So I jumped on and played more Digimon cards for two hours. God damn it! I um, mean, hey,
3: I'll, we'll we'll play with you. We got to yeah, do that I mean, stream I mean, one more. So, I'm just kidding, but we yeah, were, I, I I would like I would like to know like the gist of how. Yeah. And I will. Moves. I will.
1: I don't want to draw too much attention to this, but there is a way coming that will be very, very, be- uh, good for that, Tom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Any other news for uh, the world of digital?
0: Uh, I don't think so, unless uh, Mina. Is there any other uh, cards, uh, major yeah, card stuff, or no? Not
1: that I think are worth highlighting. They okay. they showed off the the seven demon lords, which are getting their own dedicated deck. Um. Oh, cool. In the same vein that the Royal Knights got their own dedicated deck. Oh, um, neat. It looks cool. It's a very, like, you know, deletion and interruption-based uh, variant of Royal Knights. Give me Royal my Knights, Lilithmon was...
0: swimsuit, all uh, super secret rare.
1: The Lilithmon card is actually so cool. I've heard people describe it like a Sawtrap card, where you're constantly... <laughs> um, putting effects on your opponent's Digimon that do stuff like at End of attack, delete this Digimon Or if this Digimon ends the turn suspended, delete this Digimon So it's forcing the opponent to play inoptimally Separate out all these landmines to keep their Digimon Hypodermic active.
0: needle attack plus
1: two <laughs> Me- Meanwhile, you're just building this amazing stack of, of demons That are forcing the opponent to deal with all this spam over and over again Until the ultimate win con is once you have all seven demon lords in the trash you can summon uh ogudamon and it trashes one of the opponent's security for every demon lord you have jeez yeah it's it looks pretty cool it's a cool deck but it's not like it's not based on any like anime flavor so it's not super relevant to this podcast so who
0: overall. cares <laughs> i mean we we do to varying degrees but uh this is we got <laughs> yeah. anime to talk about yeah. we do
2: we do speaking yes. of
0: anime to talk about uh would you both mind if i handled Episode thirty-one of the Monday to Saber Squad* because who boy, uh, that that's a that's a Sloan episode. Take it away. I mean, it's a Sloan. Tom episode, but
3: it's a it's <laughs> Thomas Thomas episode.
0: <laughs> Thomas episode. So episode thirty-one, showdown between geniuses: Thomas versus Naname, Naname, Nanami, or in the sub, genius showdown: Toma versus Nanami. Hey, if they're getting one thing right between the sub and the dub, at least it's the episode titles. I mean, that's the most important thing to get right. This episode was written by Akihiko Inari and directed by Yutaka Tsuchida. So, we saw that the the biohybrids are now fully souped up because of Karada. We have the whole Sacred City stuff, but we're going to have to defend the Sacred City. We know that Karada and the biohybrids are getting ready to attack. And so the episode starts off with Marcus being like, we're going to go over there and we're just going to punch them. And Thomas is like, no, no, we have to stay here. We have a very good defensive position. If we keep this defensive position, we can keep eyes on them from anywhere and we, we will we will be at advantage. But Marcus is like, what if I beat them up instead? And everyone is like, yeah, let's go Legend son. Let's go Marcus Damon. And Thomas is just like, why aren't they listening? to He is the most exasperated guy. Like He's like, why aren't they listening to me? And even like Yoshi is like, ah, oh, like whatever. You can't change Marcus's mind. And Homer's like, ah, general consensus. And Thomas is just like mind broken at the idea that people are listening to Marcus over him. So Marcus and Keenan go off to Acorn Hill, which I'm pretty sure is a Sonic location in something or other. They go to Acorn Hill to confront Karada because they find out that that's where he's at.
3: I can confirm, and... uh, Acorn Hill is not the name of any Sonic level that I'm aware of. Okay.
0: Well, we. isn't it like uh, isn't that like where Sally Acorn is?
3: Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm looking this up real quick. I don't... Isn't it called like Castle Mo- Acorn? Mo- Mo- Castle Acorn is a location in the Archie comics.
3: Okay. Well, you know she's royalty, and I don't. You know I'm not interested. I'm not into that. So you know. True. Also, gold calf, oomphie. Also non-canon, <laughs> so <laughs> we can ignore that.
0: Ken Pender's BTFO, but anyways, um, so Marks and Keenan go off. They're ready to fight because they want to take the fight right to Karada. And meanwhile, Yoshi, Homer, the other Digimon, Thomas are like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna hunker down here. And what ends up happening is that. There is sort of, like, some, some fighting going on. Like, we have, we see some of, like, Marcus and Keenan, like, going against the Gizmon and tearing them up on their way to get to Kurata. And then Thomas is like, there's this waterfall nearby. And it's, like, their whole, like, defensive positioning of, like, if the waterfall is destroyed, like, Eldoradimon is, like, done for. Like, it'll drain the lake. It'll leave them, like, a sitting duck because people can get to them easier. Which I don't know why that's a concern when you have flying gizmon but i'm i'm not the strategist so thomas goes there in the middle think, of the night
1: i think it's because at this point they they're aware the karata has ground troops as well and the only I, thing keeping them from can, going in is the uh the lake
0: you can kill them they're just stormtroopers <laughs> they are they are literal like scum you can just Eldoradimon can eat them he can go chomp 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 anyways what is
1: eldorati the bigger Digimon, not simply eat the human
0: true Anyways, so Thomas goes to check on the waterfall because he wants to make sure that they're essentially what keeps the cornerstone of their plan and their defense together is safe. And he sees Nanami there. And she's like, I'm a genius myself, you know, and, and you're a genius too. And I don't really care about Karada. I just care about being not bored. And she's sort of like teasing him. She's also kicking the heck out of Gaomon this entire time. Galmon is getting very angry. Uh, Nanami insisting that, oh, Thomas, like, joined dads to boost his own ego, and, like, he's, like, not really, like, a defender of justice, but, like, he's doing it so he can exert, like, his genius ability, and Gaomon is getting very mad, but also Nanami, being a, a bio super soldier, is just beating the heck out of this poor guy, so what ends up happening is, Nanami is sort of like, hey, like, what if, what if we work together, like, we're the same, we're both geniuses, we're surrounded by inferior people, what if, like, we could become gods of this world? If you, if you want, if you want, and he's like, he, he literally hits her with the begone thought. If she breathes, she's a thought. That's a quote from Thomas H. Norstein, Digimon Data Squad, two thousand six. And so they get ready to fight. We see Gaumon double warp Digivolve to Mirage Galgamon, and then Nanami. Overdrive biohybrid evolves or whatever they call it into Bi-
1: bio lotusmon. Okay, I think this is probably the best part to address this. The, yeah, according please, dude, according to I'm the writers, I'm so mad right now. According to the writers, obviously they knew this wasn't right. Obviously, they actually submitted their first draft as bio Lotus Mon and Toei sent it back and said no. It's Rotomon, and they're like, "You're kidding, right?" And Toei said, "No, we need to have unified branding across all of our regions. It's Rodismon.
0: <laughs> I absolutely hated on here parentheses Earth
1: close parentheses. So let's just let's just call it Lotusmon. No,
0: Fuck it's it. bi- it's Bio
1: Okay, well I'm not doing I'm, that. I'm
0: not going to do that. Actually, we've been calling Gizmon, Gizmon. So so Bio Lotusmon. Yeah. It's Lotusmon, but Bio.
1: It's it's the alt evolution of uh, Rosemon, which is cool. She I'm, she
0: she got an A plus and a and AP bio, and now she's Bio Lotusmon.
1: I'm just I'm really happy that they literally had the counterpart of Rosemon, like a counterpart to the point where they have a DNA digivolution, and yet they didn't make him her fight uh, Yoshi. It's
0: it's 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 very nice. I we
1: we hard averted the designated girl fight trope that anime is so fond of.
0: We'll we'll get to it more as as we cover the episodes. But I'm a I'm a big fan of this sort of like this um this clash. So, essentially, Bio Lotusmon is just she's just too dang fast. She's too dang strong. Like she's sort of like yeah, like I am way more powerful than your mega levels. And it was all in one night compared to how long it took you to get to this level type of deal. And Thomas is sort of being like okay, like Mirage Jagamon, like do this plan, do this plan, do this plan. And, like, nothing is working. And then, all of a sudden, Nami sends out, like, snake heads that turn into Nami. And are, like, like, uh, Lamias and stuff. Like, to surround Marcus and try and, like, get him to join her. Um, It's just, it's an illusion. No, yeah, it's an illusion. But it's, I'll get into that later. Because I have, I have (laughs) words to say about that. Um, And then Mirage Galgamon frees him. And so, again, like, this entire fight is sort of... By a Lotusmon being, like, way too... She's literally doing instant transmission this whole time to dodge all of his attacks. And she's like, oh, you you can't <laughs> do this. Ha ha, I'm too good. And he's yeah, like... Yeah, she's,
1: she's too smart that she's reading their strategies while they're executing them.
0: Yeah, like, like he's like, oh, like, execute attack pattern gamma formation. And she's like, a nothing personnel kit and, like, warps behind Mirage Galgamon and hits him. And she keeps doing that. And then all of a sudden, Thomas is like, put me on your shoulder. And he's like, just rush at her. And so they rush at her. She's shooting, like, this evil beam. And Thomas is like, keep going, Mirage Galgamon. And they're both just face-tanking it until they get right up to her. And then he's like, now, like, attack her. And they attack her. And she's like, how could this be? I didn't expect you to just come up to my face and hit me. And they defeat her. And she's beaten. Like, her data is taken away and put into a digi-egg. She's lying on the ground. And she's like... I didn't lose to you, Thomas H. Norstein. I lost to Marcus Damon's power. And Thomas is like, oh, what could this mean? And her, Which one of her he, staffs...
1: He, he, I want to I wanna point out that he only says that in the dub. In the sub, instead, his line is, um, why does that make me so angry?
0: <laughs> understandable, King. So one of her, her staffs ends up exploding... And it breaks the waterfall, and so all the water's rushing in. And despite her defeat, Nanami still gets the W, and they're losing their defense position. And that's where this episode ends.
3: So I absolutely adore the the idea of um, a smart guy has to become an idiot to beat a smart. So heads. good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like she could she could read his strategies, but she couldn't read random button mashing.
0: L- literally, he literally just walk up, ultra and I also like, like how how could this be? Yeah,
1: I, also this like, is... I also like that the writers are like kind
3: of ashamed of it because they don't explicitly like spell out that that's what happened, even though that's clearly what happened. Like, like they or the closest they get is saying, "Oh, you beat me with Marcus's power," and I was just like uh, looking watching this. I'm just like, "Yes, he became an idiot. And that's what, <laughs> that's why it makes you angry because it's, <laughs> it's stupid." It's, so there's
1: a, there's a classic fighting game tenet that. Uh, Good idea beats bad idea, and better idea beats good idea, but bad idea beats best idea. <laughs> True, that, that is, is definitely exactly. on display here. Like, yeah.
0: literally, Thomas calls it like a bunch of different plans, and then his idea is okay. Let's just face tank her beam, and then we'll get in there an ultra. And she's like, "How could this be?" I, I, I was, I was chipping you out, and he's like, he's literally just like, "Get good."
3: I don't know what to tell mm-hmm. you, Nanami. Get good. Get good, get good. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's, uh, uh you know, what's 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 that saying? Is that everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> basically what happened to you. So, so
0: I, I I want to be clear. Um I love you both a lot. You both are such very dear friends of mine. But if the three of us were in Dats and Nanami was like abandon your friends and join me, and we will become gods of this world. I later. I'm done. <laughs> I'm I'm joining her. I'm joining her. I'm sorry. No, I would I, hope I, you would both understand at the end of the day, but.
3: I think this is the coolest Thomas has been just because he's just like, how? Okay. Here's what I like in this episode is is the part where um, Thomas asks her, they they kind of have a bit of a back and forth and she's like, I don't know why, I don't know why you're, you know, helping these people or whatever. And he kind of back question back at her and says, well, I don't know why you're working.
1: You know, I don't know, really know why. Why? Why are you working with a genocidal freak? Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. And, and then it's literally
0: like she, she, I'm, I'm bored, and this, this brings me like even the slightest modicum of joy.
3: She deflects it, and then she deflects it, and she's like, "Well, I think you're just doing this because it's serving your own ego." Blah, blah, blah. And I was, you know, I was expecting this, this to just be the kind of comment where the 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 guy's like, "Is it true? Could it be?" Uh, and instead, he's he's kind of like. A few minutes later he's just like, Okay, but you never answered my question. <laughs>
0: he's, he's yeah, like, No, he
3: no, I, I, We're gonna do I, this I, properly. I, I, <laughs> we're yeah, have no, I was thinking the
0: exact same thing, Tom. I like that yeah. he just no sells her and it was like, No, actually, uh shut up. Anyways, I answer my question.
3: Yeah, yeah. He he's very good at like seeing through her bullshit, which is very nice. And it 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 really doesn't endear me to characters when the writing is so simplistic that like the villain has to get under the other person's skin, and she does to an extent here. But like, I I guess because of the conclusion of the episode, I think it could also just come down to the fact that like Thomas going through the motions of realizing, oh, he's outmatched here, um, oh, and then you know, which is going to put him down, and then oh no, he realizes what he has to do to win, which would also probably affect him emotionally as well. Realizing <laughs> yeah. he has to go idiot mode because to, uh, because to the win beginning the of the
0: episode is is literally him being like why aren't they listening to me? I'm the smart one. I'm the strategist of the group. They're literally just like, okay, we'll rush in. And yeah, he's so and, mad.
1: And even Karada recognizes it. Even Karada says when um, talking to Ivan Anonyme, that Thomas is basically the brains of the operation. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's so true. He's the yeah. only one that actually thinks about shit. It's, yeah, it's, like,
0: Marcus is it's, an idiot, and Yoshi has to worry about taxes and, like, groceries, so she's not focused on that.
3: It's a very, like... It's a very interesting. It, it, it feels a little different from how the sort of thing normally goes, where like the smarter or perhaps more rational characters will eventually get beaten down, and then you have the sort of the hero with his brute strength coming in to save the day. You know, like you, you, you Goku's and so on, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and and which is obviously the role that Marcus fills. But here it's more like he's him going front and center to confront the, the villains and actually be on the offensive. Is kind of like. It happens immediately, and then and then you're left with Thomas to wonder, how, like why that's popular and so on, rather than, you know, him, his intelligence being and his like. It's also it's also the fact that he has like zero authority here, which I guess yeah. he's also yeah. probably not used to. Um, not that he had much over Marcus anyway, but there was like the semblance of such back when they were on Earth and back when Dats was a thing, uh, and now it's not. You know, yeah, it was the- much more like.
0: There was a long stretch of time where like they sort of accepted their
3: teamwork of like each of their strengths,
0: right? And now Marcus's head has gotten kind of big by everyone gassing him up and so Marx is like, "Oh, well, clearly I'm the, the best one for this because I everyone's trusting me." And Thomas is just like, "I am so mad right now. I have never <laughs> been more mad right now."
3: His approach is just more like it is it, it's like he's he's the populist, I guess. I don't know. Like he is the guy who's His attitude and his demeanor and so is going to win over the Digimon, naturally, because that's, he's, you know, Thomas is bringing doom and gloom into the conversation as much as he thinks he's, you know, making a good point, and probably is. Um, I do uh, really like...
1: If you tell, if you tell the, you know, the indigenous people who are being, you know, genocided, oh, we'll just wait here versus yeah i'm going to go and kick the leader's ass personally of course that's going to be more popular like that that is the actual yeah. proactive solution instead of yeah. we will wait here until your murderer shows up and then we can catch him in a Scooby Doo trap yeah like the, the,
3: the, there's a line where he's like we should wait here for them to attack Orza, and i'm feeling like okay i'm glad they wrote it that way because it makes it it points out there are ways you could write that line without it being too too clear that like what you're meaning to say here is this is not the best idea, actually, and Thomas isn't completely 100% correct. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely caught me off guard. It's like, okay, I feel like the way they wrote that means that they don't actually think Thomas is correct for once, even though, usually when Thomas is speaking, they intend for you to understand that he is speaking from a position of authority and superiority. Yeah, Thomas has
0: so. kind of taken some L's. He doesn't yeah. even get to save the waterfall, which I, I do like. I think that's a very good, like, way to amp up the the tension of, like, oh, like, Thomas wins the battle, but he loses, like, ostensibly the war yeah, because... The, there
1: There is a, a an overarching theme of, of failure in these three episodes, and I think that's it's really interesting, especially in the context of Digimon, because the only real failures we've seen in the franchise is the infamous, you know, frontier arc, where every single episode is just the, the gang fucking up over and over again to oh, the Oh, I thought you were going
0: to say just, like, the conception of the show in general.
1: Oh, which, no. Which,
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd I argue that, like, the Liam on Jerry stuff probably
1: also oh de- definitely yeah but it's a little yeah. bit it's a little bit softened i guess compared yeah. to like how that was an individual loss this is like a societal yeah. loss for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 this yeah.
0: is, this... This is a, a a wide this would be like if my Otis mom, like took over like all of odiva basically
3: as this arc uh or you know pre-episode plot i suppose like goes on it kind of morphs into like okay this is like this is essentially the closest Digimon's come to like a proper like war or like siege story. I feel like, and 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 that's really it feels proper properly unique um, within the context of the series so far, um, uh, which I really I really like, and I think it's uh, it makes I think it only works as well as it does because it isn't a winning effort for the team. You know, they have individual victories, but they aren't going to be. But overall, it, it's, a, it's a bad time for them, you know, and it's it's refreshing because it. I feel like this show, as in Digimon in general, not necessarily Data Squad, would often have it where, like, the villain will come in at the last second and do the thing that needs to progress the plot forward, even though, generally speak, you know, even though, like, they've defeated and they've won every step of the way up until the villain makes his move. Here, it's just constant pressure from, from Corrado and, like, constant... He's constantly in a position of superiority, um, which is which makes him stand out. And also at the end of this episode, it's just like this is the first like actual evil bastard I feel like the show has ever had. <laughs> like, oh, there's yeah. no, there's no like, there isn't a sense of like his theatrics are making up for a lot of what she, what he's actually doing or not doing it's like no no his actions are speaking enough for him in this case you know Karada. we love Karada because he's a sassy bitch but like if he wasn't that he we would still hate him as much because he's abominable you know Yeah, yeah He
0: he is incredibly affably evil but he is also like by and far the most evil villain like this show has ever seen because we haven't seen like True evil like this Like we've seen cartoonish evil right We've seen like yeah. Oh like wants like I want to take over the world And
1: And uh again clin- Season clinical 2 is like I want to take
0: over the world And Yeah, yeah.
1: And like And the d for being clinical About wanting to eradicate Um Digital life yeah. And um You know the <laughs> The Whatever the fuck The The legendary warriors In Frontier wanted to do Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah,
1: the and prepared, then and then yeah.
0: Luciman's like, "I want to take over two worlds." It's like, oh, they finally up the stakes, two worlds, but it still sucks.
3: Yeah, Luciman just <laughs> happened to be born as like looking like Satan, so like you know, he's like might as go, well go go figure. Yeah, in this case, they do very little to embellish Karada. Like in this episode, you have him. You you see their like evil camp or whatever, and it's just like the shittiest little thing. they just bought they just bought a bunch of like deck chairs and um, you know those fold up chairs and like a little, yeah. a little camp, and they have got ham radio and stuff. And like there, there's absolutely no airs and graces in their presentation here. It's just a dude in a lab coat with some like you know like, with, with his little radio and a little gazebo, and he's just like, yep. Oh, one of my one of my idiot lackeys died. Okay, well, that was I saw that one coming. That's <laughs> well, I, that's
0: what I my one of my favorite things about this episode and the subsequent episodes is that he's literally like, oh, so and so lost. Oh well, like he's yeah. so nonchalant about it. and It's great. Yes,
1: yeah. he's he's advancing his win condition. Yeah. If I might use card he's, game terminology, he's adding
0: yeah. more clocks of the end to the battle
3: zone.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
3: He says like, another one of my villain shits died. Okay, cool. Uh, how's my murder laser coming on? Um, how's the <laughs> how's the reality bomb coming along? Um, it's it's great. It's it's yeah. refreshing. It's it, it's a lot of fun, and obviously the performance of uh, I wish I remembered who voiced Kurada, but he he continues Ryan to Ryan
0: Palermo, right?
3: Yeah. Blimey, My man, that,
0: he's he's given it his all. He is genuinely yep. one of the best voice performances in this show. Yeah, Continues he's, to
1: he's, dominate this role. Yeah, absolute, absolute, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he's putting his whole charisma into this one. Oh, anyway, give
0: yourself a raise, <laughs> Mina. Speaking of
3: <laughs> terrible things that I wish people didn't say, um, can um, we are we going to talk <laughs> about the,
0: the Digimon like triple racism word score from Sepikmon speaking and then Ninjamon speaking? <laughs>
3: And then just the <laughs> noises that the mayor, Digimon, I forget the name of, makes. Baromon. Barom, Baromon? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. that's I literally blocked. Looking... I put it in my notes, but I still blocked it out of my mind.
1: Yeah, like. Yeah, looking, Je- okay. Jeff, meanwhile, you are not seeing heaven for this one. <laughs> yeah.
3: It literally. Yeah, so there's like a scene where Baromon is like standing on the. I don't know what it's called, it terrapises ter- or whatever of like the castle. I don't know. There's a parapets. Parapets. Thank you, thank you. Um, and like he's like getting ready to. I forget what he's doing actually. I don't remember. I, 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 is but, is what... it when he's using his attack to blow up the Gizmon? I think I think it might be just before that. Yeah. But, like his version of like powering his laser or whatever it is is making like combined with his general look, <laughs> it makes for like a very like. Oh, cool! This is some old nineteen fifties racism you've got going on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they
3: they dug out the old timey racism time capsule for this. Yeah, this is like this. This man is educated. Uh, this man has a degree in <laughs> in racial stereotyping or whatever, <laughs> like,
1: phrenology. <laughs> like, yeah, why Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. yeah this, like, this is, it's not good. I'm
0: astounded. I'm a, I am astounded at this past because
3: sheesh <laughs> these digimon need to be these digimon need to be retired let's, say.
1: <laughs> let's
3: yeah. say let's say that yeah if they have not already been like i guess we haven't or or uh, you know
1: if if they if they have to come back just voice them with a normal voice don't yeah. give them ethnic stereotypes
3: yeah it's, just... it's that easy a lot of the a lot of the drama in this arc is kind of undercut a bit by some of the voice performances <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, not the performances themselves, but the choices that they made.
0: Yeah. The like, direct,
3: the direction that they went with <laughs> with some of these voices is definitely undercut. Uh, definitely, yeah, like helps I, undercut the drama.
0: I noticed it felt like um, Nanami's like Southern Bell accent was sort of toned down a little bit, which is like, yeah. okay, like I think that's a good <laughs> choice for this episode because it adds they, tension. They
1: they realized it was too goofy.
0: Yeah, but then also you get stuff like, oh, um, uh. Barylman saying it's racism time and then he racism's everywhere. And it's like pfft, this is still data squad, I guess.
3: Yeah, it's it's very <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 like, okay, cool, this is from 2007, I guess. Um I mean at the time. It was bad then, obviously too. Yeah, it is always yeah. bad, but yeah, and also like that wasn't that long ago, so they should have known better. They should have known. Yeah. So anyway, um,
0: someone's being uh, sentenced the baseball
3: bat for that one. Yeah, the German baseball bat, and I know exactly what image you're thinking of. So yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the German baseball bat. She's <laughs> <laughs>
0: one of my favorite reaction images. It's pretty good. It's Just pretty good. Just a German squaring up in front of the green
3: screen, holding the bat. Um. So. Nan- Nanami, her whole like, she is empowered herself by having the biohybrid stuff. Or do you think she's just yeah. like a general like, cool, like good martial artist or something? I
1: no, think she got, there's a, she line, goes to- 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 there's a line that there's a line that Ivan has the next episode that I think implies that Karada did enhance their their human bodies as well.
0: Yeah, right. I think it seemed like I think the only person who like. Didn't need his body and hands was probably Ivan, that dude, unless that dude was already taking HGH or something because he is <laughs> large. No, no.
3: He, he was like, he was like four foot nine before he yeah, met Karada. So. <laughs> he was, yeah, like, that,
1: like, that's like literally Captain America. Tiny
0: Tim, who did live.
3: <laughs> yeah. Who
1: did not die. <laughs> I mean, you saw all of his brothers and sisters. <laughs> We'll get to that
3: in the next episode, but yeah.
0: Yeah, all all of all of his 30-year-old brothers and sisters, those are just <laughs> their actual sizes as adults.
3: <laughs> that's after that's after the HG <laughs> wears off.
0: Nanami becomes a giant woman who can make snake like woman illusions of herself. I'm s i would abandon everything in a heartbeat for her. <laughs>
1: you would throw <laughs> your principles away from her. I
0: would throw all of my like I said, nah. I you both are wonderful people. Love and respect you both. If she was like, What's become gods of the world. I'm- Later. Later. I'm leaving dads behind. I'm putting down the badge and the gun. I'm saying I'm
3: out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am... Um, yeah. I, 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 I definitely enjoyed like having Galmon having to deal with this human. Also like Thomas, I guess... Has like absolutely no way of like Fighting her one on one I suppose he, like, Marcus... he, He's a boxer he should have thrown some punches But that's what I was thinking is like He is a boxer and like he probably could do some stuff But I, I'm guessing what we're supposed to take away here Is that like
0: Is that he, if... he's not going to punch a woman If
3: if Nanami did decide to Or, or manage to land a, land a hit on Thomas That man is going straight to the hospital <laughs> he was born so. with paper bones and paper skin. <laughs> he's not—he's not born for this life, and that's <laughs> why Galmon's the hit there. Um, I definitely did like there was a few cool scenes in this. I liked when she like used her umbrella to like blind oh, Gal, Galmon, yeah. and then and then and then just like Roundhouse kicked him in midair. That was that was so funny. There was a lot of great.
0: There, it's a good, it's good choreography in the in the Galmon versus Nanami fight. I think.
3: Yeah, there's some yeah, there's some good stuff there, and just yeah, um, really really enjoyed that. Um, I did feel a little overall. I wasn't entirely sure, like if they wanted us to consider like Thomas was actually seriously considering like what she was her offer or so I
0: don't I don't think he was I think yeah he kind of like like sort of like smacks like not smacks her away but like you know like she puts her hand up to him and he's like nah I'm out he like moves her hand away he's like nah I think like the illusion thing is more of him just I imagine him being freaked out by multiple snake women approaching him which I think anyone would notably be uh, uh, scared by, but yeah, he he kind of which I like. I think this is a very because normally you would have like the person be like, oh, should I? I am smarter than everyone. People don't understand me. But Thomas is like, no, like these are my friends. Galmon is my friend. Like I'm not going to do this. Like I I actually really like that decision of him to be like just just to say no.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, dumb
0: decision. It's... I wouldn't have done it, but I respect it.
1: <laughs> it's solid. out of my way. Game Boy. I'm about to get it.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean, Bio Lotus Mon literally shot the gay beam at yeah, Galmon, and that's why that's, he's in
1: love with Thomas. Exactly, gay thoughts barrage. I. That's,
0: that's my. That's my special attack.
1: <laughs> I really like
3: uh, that picture. I think it's like a. Was it like a Pumpkinmon or a Ninjamon that drew it? Um, yeah, uh, the, the ninja Mon, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be a karate <laughs> and it's just a stick figure. It's so good. That, yeah. see, I
1: actually liked the joke they had there in the sub better. What was it? Um, so in, in the dub, um, when Marcus Thomas and Yoshi act super exasperated at how terrible the picture is, they go, What did I get his eye color wrong or something? In the original, <laughs> Baromon says, Wow, the enemy is so powerful, it makes you tremble. <laughs> That's,
3: that's good. Uh, that's solid. Also, anytime I see a, like a like a, an image like that or a bit like that, I can't. I just, I just, uh, I do the dick butt edit in my head. I'm sorry, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't not do that. They're, they're... Episode card. You're, you're, so, you're so valid. <laughs> um, yeah, good. Yeah, so really, really, really,
1: really fun stuff. Is uh,
0: Nanami just Lily Kind of. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Southern Belle Lily Tekken. Yeah.
1: I, I, yeah, I mean, she's a, only a Southern Belle in the English one. She is an Ojo Sama yeah. in the in the Japanese version.
0: Man, does she do the Ojo Sama laugh? O-
1: occasionally.
0: Ah, we.
1: <laughs> more
0: <Nimoy! laughs> I'm shaking my fist in the air angrily because we. We could have had I, it all. <laughs> we could have had. I I love the idea of like this genius Southern Belle. And even if she isn't gothic Lolita, like, it's kind of funny to me because of how, like, dissonant those two things are, right? But also, we could have had it all.
3: Yeah, we've read really, it.
0: We could have been rolling in the deep.
3: We really should have. We <laughs> really yeah, should have. Any more in this episode do we think?
0: Um, or... Where where um Marcus goes to jump on Tylamon and Tylamon just speeds off and he just dunks <laughs> himself into the water. Oh, that's that cool. was very good. Yeah.
1: I I love how good a comedy the show is when it wants to be.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's 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 excellent at physical comedy.
1: Yeah, with with a few exceptions. Um not not foreshadowing like next episode or anything, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really like this episode. One thing, I you know, I don't have even have that many complaints about Sub versus dub. One thing I miss out on, uh, is in the Sub, Nanami, it's not really clear if she's taunting or, like, swaying him. She keeps calling him Dr. Norstein, like, over and over again. Because, like, he does have his PhD, like, that is his title. Oh, I would and have it given could, it up for her instantly. And it could, it could be, like, her way of, of stroking his ego, um uh to try and make him um you know more susceptible to her manipulation because yeah like it made me remember oh yeah he does have his doctorate like that is something that happened um and no one else on his team respects that
0: <laughs> you know the moment in paper Mario the Thousand Year Door where the Shadow Queen appears? Yeah and, and you can you join her become her servant. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> I'm so- I'm sorry to keep harping on it.
1: <laughs> you are down horrendous.
0: Yeah. Am I am I ro- am I wrong to be down horrendous? Yes. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying Is it is it not a woman's right to be down horrendous now and again?
3: <laughs> I will I will say uh, when she does talk about um the whole like oh, I'm not on anyone's side. I just I just enjoy Hurting Digimodel, whatever she says. Yeah, I just enjoy um, murder. Yeah, I, I, that I couldn't help but think about Mina. What you'd said previously about her actually not really giving a shit about anything, and like, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Although, like, I, I, I kind of might have been like a bit like doubt, <laughs> you know. Otherwise, yeah, without, like, like
2: they, they,
0: they kind of had like hard right turn to that for this episode because they like they didn't show it at all before.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a bit of... I feel like there's a bit of that in the next episode too, so... Uh,
0: Shall we... we, Yeah, I was was going to say, Tom... Tom, would you like to talk about the next episode? Absolutely, yes, yes.
3: Um, I think this is a pretty good one, all things considered. Uh, Yes. They're not not perfect, uh, as well. I'll 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 get into into it. it. I wish
1: there was, like, a director's cut version, because I I like the dub half, the dub of the first half of this episode better in the sub of the second half of this episode better. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> I know okay. that makes, like, no sense, but...
3: No, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding you. So, uh, right. Okay, so this is uh, episode 32 of Digimon Date Squad. Date Save Squad, what you, whatever you want to call it. And it's called The Sacred City's Last Stand. This was written by Kenichi Yamada, and directed by Mario Hatana. And it aired in November 19th, 2006, in Japan, and June 16th, 2008, in the US of A. So this episode it's mainly from the perspective of Yoshi, this episode, but it does start with Marcus and Keenan in the forest, kind of like just showing what they have been up to since they ran off at the beginning of the last episode. So they are in the forest and they're making their way towards Kurada and uh, Kurada's camp. On the way, Shine Greymon is fighting a lot of
1: different Gizmon and, you know, he's he's laying into them. I I yeah. uh, fucking adore that one shot where he he fucking like rocket tackles a gizmon into a tree yes. and then cuts the cuts it into pieces and then the tree is like the samurai falling to pieces second yeah. later thing. It's yeah, it's so
3: good. It's,
1: it's, really, cool. Rules.
3: it's really cool. It's really cool. It's it's great to see like they they're like shangri Shangraemon time. They're not teasing. Yeah, you know, they don't bother with the teasing out Shangraemon or whatever. Like he's just here.
1: Yeah. No, I no I just love how. Scene. how this this made me remember just how kinetic Shine Greymon is compared to many of the other Megas. Like I love War yes. Greymon, you know, I love I love Emperor Greymon. Emperor Greymon is actually one of my favorite Digimon designs. But yeah. Shine Greymon is allowed to animate a lot more and I really love that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So they continue on and you know they they taste all, sort of take a break and they notice that the waterfall has broken so that the moat that old was hanging out in Tempest is now no longer there. And Marcus takes note of this. They consider heading back for a second, but Marcus is then decides, no, nope, Thomas. You know, we left Thomas there to sort of, to look after this. He knows what he's doing, and it's a nice ref, uh, like sort of parallel to Marcus. Yeah, Thomas realizing Marcus knows what he's doing as well. So in the last episode, sort of. So yeah, they head on anyway, and they carry on going to Corrada's camp, and that's the last we see of them for a good bit of this episode. Cut to Ivan. He's making an advance onto Eldradimon, onto the Sacred City. He's got a shipload of Gizmon, and they are flying towards the Sacred City. They're kind of doing a better job than they were previously. The the Ninjaman sneak attack tactics aren't quite working as well this time. Some of them get offed by the Gizmon, so some of the Gizmon are able to make it to the castle. The Homus manages to fight off some of them, and then we have Lalamon and Yoshi. Trying to fight off some as well, they have a scene where Yoshi decides to smash one of the gizmon with a barrel. She's using Donkey Kong tactics. Ironic, <laughs> ironic for Yoshi to use Donkey Kong tactics, but there we go. <laughs> and she you're uh,
0: saying, "You say women can't just smash."
3: No, um, it's so a Yoshi, Donkey Kong, Yoshi. Um, oh, you, you know,
0: uh, Tom, give
3: yourself a raise. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, she does that, and then she ends up like accidentally eating herself out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> by mistake, but uh, Lalamon catches her and it's all fine. So they, they float towards the sort of bottom of the secret city castle and, and they meet at the bottom they meet Ivan. And Ivan, I don't know if this was established previously, I don't remember it being, but Ivan apparently has a huge crush on Yoshi. And It was it was established. Okay, it was, right, cool. Well anyway, it's it's here in force again. And Ivan's like, Oh, I want to take you out on a date, and blah blah, I really like you. No, no, no. And Yoshi, of course, has no time for any of that nonsense. So, what is going to happen is Yoshi evolves Lalamon into Rosemon. And then Ivan, in turn, shows off his new biohybrid form, Biosupinomon. It's meant ob-
1: to be Spinomon.
3: Oh, obviously, meant to be Spinomon, yeah. Which, yeah. Um, given the context of what Mina said previously, Oh dear. Anyway. And raging anyway this is an interesting Digimon design it's a big orange dinosaur except it's got a green head and then there's a shitload of knives and uh, th- there's a collection of both like dinosaur like spines and also just actual like
1: bread knives sticking out of yeah, its back like, yeah like literal literal steak knives and bread knives yeah yeah So this maybe is, a sword or two exactly yeah it's a bit of a hodgepodge of
3: a Digimon but there we go so Rosemond obviously goes gets to fighting it you know it's a bit of a evenly matched fight, although they are also like it's a bit of a silly fight as well, because obviously like Biospinomon is trying to like He he keeps throwing out all these attack names which are like actually I have a link to some of them, so let's just have a look. <laughs> duh, 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 Biospinomon. Oh I I had them, I had them. Where are they? Okay. Let's 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 talk about some of these attack names while we're here. Uh, which have been thankfully chronicled on Ivan's page on the Digimon wiki fandom page. I want to walk arm-in-arm with you through the park, Claw. I want to go boating together in the pond, Blaster. I want (laughs) to drink a smoothie at the mall sharing one-straw bomber. (laughs) (laughs) And then he has two of the types called Blue Prominence and Sonic Slash Rain. I'm guessing they're not the same there at certain part of that series. They're much
0: weaker attacks, I <laughs> they're think.
3: Mu- they're much weaker, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, much less loving. So Yoshi's kind of like, this is the stupidest fight I've ever seen. There's a, fl- there's a cut to Thomas, who's bringing an army over his shoulder. Definitely get the sense it's going to be uh, some sort of redemption due for them at there. We go back to Yoshi, and she rescues... I always forget the name of this. It, uh, what's this Digimon called? It's the one that digivolves into Palmon normally.
1: Oh, um...
0: Tanamon. Yeah. What's that? Tanamon. Tanamon.
3: Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it, Yoshi sees a Tanamon and goes to, like, grab it because it's obviously walking into harm's way with Biosupinomon there. <laughs> and that obviously, you know, leaves her open to get attacked by by a Spinamon. And, and so Rosemon has to, like, jump in the way and take an attack for her. While this is happening, you know, we're kind of getting a sense of like what Ivan's there to do. They're talking a bit about like Ivan working for Karada and he's just there to he's on a mission. You know, he's a, he's a gun for hire. He's a he is someone that has been being paid by Karada and in turn Karada gets to experiment on Ivan and port start experiment with his body, do the biohybrid stuff, pump full of HGH, you know, <laughs> all the stuff we mentioned earlier. And because he needs the money, and that's what he says. He says I need that because I need that money. And, you know, there's there's a thing here where a Digimon I don't know the name of, uh, Yashimon. Yes, say say that again. Yashimon.
1: It's um. Yashiamon. It's a an armor level one.
3: Yashimon. Is it any relation to Gomamon because it looks a lot like it?
1: I think it's one of the
3: reliability eggs. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so yeah, Yashimon, who looks kind of like. If, like sort of like anthropomorphized Goemon, if that makes sense. Like he's got a very similar mask and a kind of like a
1: with like samurai armor and, and kendo swords.
3: Yeah, like it's, uh, definitely samurai inspired. But he he jumps in. I oh, just notice he's got like a teddy bear on his back. That's 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 funny. But anyway, he gets crushed by by a spinal easily. It, you know, he even he like knocks him aside and then takes out one of his bread knives and stabs. Like yeah, like double taps him. Stabs Yashimon and yeah, dead. Done. And Yoshi is obviously, you know, distraught by the size of this happening. She's like, how could you do that? You know, why, how could you hurt someone? It's like, I will never, you know, she's obviously been denying his advances this whole time, but she's like, you know, I don't want anything to do with you. You need to be destroyed and so on. And so this very much turns into the point where, you know, she's now decided that Rosemond needs to needs to, Rosemond needs to destroy Ivan. She needs to destroy Biospinamon. Rosemond Uh, crushes Skull. Yeah, and and (laughs) so they get into a bit of, like, a Kamehameha exchange type thing. It seems like Rosemond's got him beat at first, and then he does come back and launch sort of a sneak attack, and that's when the Kamehameha, like, exchange happens. And Blue Prominence versus Rosemond's...
1: Forbidden Temptation.
3: (laughs) Forbidden Temptation, yeah. So it's two big laser beams, and and Rosemond wins in the end. So putting it into Ivan... What happens, and this happens, this happens with all the my like, hybrids. But like Ivan is knocked out, and then his digi, the Digimon element of him, becomes an egg essentially. So presumably, that's now gone from from his his body. But then Ivan, they know it's a picture. In Ivan's, it like, falls out of Ivan's pocket, and it's a picture of Ivan with all of his all of his brothers and sisters, and he's on the floor, and he's like saying, "Give that back! Give that back! You, you know, don't 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 touch that." And then he's like, this, this, is, this is for my brothers and sisters. You know, that's what he needed the money for. And Yoshi is very upset because she is furious at Karada for, you know, basically enticing someone with such a weak mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! As you, as you, as you Ableist Yoshi arc? I'm glad that she wasn't too sympathetic towards, <laughs> towards Ivan. We'll get into that.
0: She was kind of out of pocket for that comment, though. She says, "I can't believe Corrado would take advantage of someone with such a weak mind." Uh, uh, I'm just like, you, can you can she say that?" Uh,
3: I'm I'm, in, I'm into it. Assuming assuming she's not. Yeah, okay. Being being ruthless. Ivan
0: yeah. is literally neurodivergent and and a minor. Yoshi, <laughs> You need light up. <laughs>
3: Anyway, um, anyway, we we cut we we cut back to Ginevra you know, and Falcomon and and Marcus and Agamon have finally made it to the to the shitty base camp of Kurada, but Koki is also there and Koki is ready to do, absolutely destroy some
1: some ass. Fucking manhandles Falcomon.
3: <laughs> yeah, so he punches Falcomon, He like decks him from off screen, and then after the exchange with Ivan and his you know talking about his he family, he hits and him with that. the buckshot lariat. It's so hype. It, it it's great. So Falcomon Digivolves into Chromon. And then Chromon gets instantly yeeted out of the air by Koki, who just jumps in the air and does like a big like kick just and just the, just yeah, this, fucking gives, just gives him a strolly. fucking shining wizard. It's Amazing so stuff. So good. It's the funniest, one of the funniest scenes I've seen from this show so far. Meanwhile, Karada's grand plan is, is finally taking place. One of the Gizmon... Actually, no, it wasn't the Gizman, it was, a, it was just one of the random stormtrooper assholes delivered a strange package by Eldradi which Thomas, on the back of Mar- Mirage Gargaman, does notice. He goes to investigate. And what this is, it's... Um, it, I, forget, I forget what exactly it's a called, s- but... A
0: space oscillation device. Thank you.
3: Space oscillation device. But this essentially opens a gigantic digital portal underneath Eldradi So it's going to bring Eldradi and the entire secret city into the real
1: world. Yeah, and Ivan was just buying time until the countdown finished.
3: Exactly, exactly. So while this is all going on, you know, Karada and all the Gizmon and so on make moves to go through the portal too. Marcus, Keenan, and Agumon, they take Croman and go to the skies in an effort to basically make it to the portal. Make it to the portal, get that. Chromon
1: uh, Izuna drops yes. a Gizmon yes! XT. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, yes, that's, that's
3: an important, important, element. So they do make it there, but the Eldradimon is teleported into the real world, along with all the DATS crew, and then, yeah, Chromon with the rest of them. Follows behind in the nick of time. But yes, Eldradimon is now in the real world, within, in the Tokyo Bay. Digimon
0: love to pop up in the Tokyo Bay.
3: Yeah, and, and that's where this episode ends. Holy shit! What an episode. I love this. What book. an yeah.
0: episode. It kept going. Like when the when the um yes. the Ivan and Yoshi fight was done, I'm like, there is still like a lot. Of, like, what are they going to keep doing? And then this, this happens, and I'm like,
3: huh? This is an episode that starts off about one thing and ends in a completely different place. Um, and I love that. A kind completely of stuff.
0: different like plane of existence. Yeah, even. like a
3: completely different place, literally, and like a completely different place, like. You know, this this seemed like it would be what, what for Yoshi, what the last episode was to Thomas. You know, it was an episode focused entirely, entirely on him, and it is for about two thirds of it. And then the the remaining third is like, okay, let's kick this plot into sixth gear or whatever. Like, let's 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 do some crazy shit, um, which will continue into the next episode as well. But um, and I don't think it does a disservice to Yoshi as well, or like no. Not, not, not terribly. I would say she comes out of this, you know, pretty well. Um, I enjoy that this was an episode where, despite Yoshi not really being involved in fights too much, and there clearly being some sort of story element of her being reluctant to fight and so on, she gets to just kind of be fairly ruthless in this one, and, and like yeah. des- deservedly so. It like it both has her be you know, ruthless and unafraid to, like, properly kick some ass, and it justifies it as well throughout the episode by painting Ivan as this creep and a freak and a psychopath, really.
1: Yeah. Um, so,
3: I just
0: I, don't like ableist Yoshi at the very end. Okay, that I, is a du-
1: I will say that's a dub invention, I, unsurprisingly.
0: Thank God it's just, in the. I mean, I wish it wasn't at all, because, like, the language they use is like I don't know if I'm just like like pearl clutching or what, but it's very uncomfortable to me. I actually I, I
1: you know t-
3: you're I, right, it is. I, I, I take weak mind to literally be this was someone who was approached by Karada and, you know, was unable to resist his like temptations rather well, than it being like, This man is has you know, actual like is actually like, you know, the, the, Mentally the thing, handicapped. Yes, thank you. The, yeah. the thing
0: for me is that like he's kind of like babbling like non like nonsensically at the end. I could like. I, like, I, like, I mean, which I talk-
3: I'm like, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, I, I kind of just took that as a result of him being like having just had his ass yeah, absolutely slapped. I don't know.
0: Like, I there was just something about like, and she also says like we have to get rid of his kind, and I'm just like. Oof, the language you could have used Could have been refined a little bit more carefully
3: Mina in the sub What kind of like voice does Ivan get Because in the dub I find his like Voice doesn't it's, help It's very
1: serious it's a okay. deep serious voice Yeah okay. he's
0: got like the kind of like He's got the dopey voice which yeah it doesn't help at all Like I I want to get the benefit of the doubt that Clearly they did not like intend it the way That I saw it mm. But I still saw it that way And that it still made me kind of uncomfortable
3: I feel yeah. like the dub guys and this and you see this a lot with a lot of different stuff, but like the voice obviously the voice makes me think of George from my of my son men, and like yeah. it's yes. o- it's obviously that sort of thing where they go for like oh, there's this big guy, let's get him, and he's got kind of a goofy face let's let's give him a let's give him that kind of voice, you know, and it's like yeah, where he sounds like he's a bit um you know underdeveloped I don't know what the what the foot what taller like, you know I'm not uh, but like that is that that seems like an intentional decision on the part of the dubbers. albeit probably not of a well you know a long considered one but that's yeah. clearly what they went with. You know, and yeah. I, her in the
1: sub went with a not that, you know, I'm like I don't know. So yeah, one thing one thing I want to I was said, I said off the top of this episode, I like the dub of the first half of this episode better and the sub of the second half better. Uh and the the primary reason for that is just the, the different ways they handle Ivan, right? Um, so in the first half of the episode in the Japanese version, Ivan is way creepier. Oh, like
0: go- how? Yeah.
1: Like he 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 makes like overt like sexual advances, and and instead of saying I want to take you on a date, he says like I want to make you my lover, and it's it's weird. It's it's really weird. I don't uh-huh. I don't like it. I like the way that the dub, um made it more lighthearted and less serious. Yeah, um, it's kind
0: of like a like a very goofy like he he comes off more as like guy who just crushes on every woman he sees, which still isn't great. But
3: I wonder yeah. th- I wonder if that's a result of like Yoshi being like one of the first characters where she's like an adult unlike, you know, Comfortably, <laughs> an adult like she's in the yeah. she's the twenties,
1: isn't she? Like she's in eighteen, the, in the... right? I think she, I think she's
3: eighteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's a she's okay.
0: a new newly taxpaying taxpayer.
3: Oh, okay. Right. Well, it, all the same. Yeah, I wonder if that's because of that, but also like I don't know. He just sounds like a like a Sanji or
1: whatever. You know. Um, that yeah. Type, that type um. But yeah. So that's that's weird. I like it better in the in the dub because it's it's played more for laughs and less for you know weird. Purvy, uh like, you know, like uncomfortable. Yeah. That being said, I do very much prefer the second half of this episode in the Japanese version. Um because it doesn't have any of that weak mind stuff. It does the exact opposite. The second half of this episode in the sub is Yoshi saying, You're a terrible monster, and Ivan saying, Yeah, I know. But I need the money.
0: That's way better because it like him except like i think like that's sort of what they try and go with of him being like i'm i'm doing this for like my brothers and sisters i need the money and it's like okay like i think that is a, a perfectly good motivation of just a dude who is like y- you know what screw it i'm just going to to be evil i guess because i need money and it's like that's that's perfectly fine on its own so so yeah, th- there's
3: a line there's a line where yoshi says something about I don't think he realized he did anything wrong. I'm guessing that is Which not is in bullshit. The sub. Yeah, yeah, okay,
1: absolute right. bullshit. And the entire focus of his character in the sub is that he is fully aware that he, he's doing things wrong, and even feels a bit bad about it, but thinks it's the only way that he can provide for his siblings because he doesn't have any other like skills aside Jeez. from violence.
0: Yeah, that's because so, it's like also absolving him of like,
1: yeah, the and the like, murder he does. And- yeah, and, like, the, at the end, instead of Yoshi being, like, oh, you know, he, uh, Kurata, you know, preyed on such a weak-minded man, instead she says, you know, basically just says, cool motives still murder, essentially. She's like, I, I understand why you did it, but I can never forgive you. Yeah,
0: and that's, that's, that's all you need. That is, that is, that is all you need for that, and what a dang shame, because, like, the way he's very, like, lackadaisical being, like, it's just business, Yoshi. It's just business, and... I don't know what I was trying to do with that voice there. I'm so jeez. It was uh, pretty good. It was, it was thank, so you. Bad. thank you, thank <laughs> you. It's just it's just business, Yoshi. Uh like I, I think that's like like there's a like dark comedy to it about like him like stabbing the Ashyamon and then it's like, it's just business. I don't care. Like like it's it's nothing to him, but that like I think is very effective, right? Like it is him doing something horrible and then him be like, Hey, it's just business. Like that's all that's all it is. I don't really care. Like I'm going to kill you i'm gonna beat you and your friends but it's just like no hard feelings type of thing yeah and i think it's very like interesting and effective and sort of showing like the lack of morals he has and how he's so single-mindedly focused on taking care of his family like in a way he does have some morals but the the focus of of caring and sending money to his his brothers and sisters takes precedence over like you know basic human decency right
1: yeah and like, yeah, like it's a shame that we couldn't have we could average those two uh, and remove the creepiness, but keep you know his entire fucking character motivation <laughs> yeah. intact.
3: Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's a shame. Like, um 'cause because I can definitely I can definitely see the angle of like, even though I was I wasn't actively thinking about it at the time of watching the episode, but I can certainly see the the um the idea of like that being betraying him as you know yeah potentially mentally handicapped and like that's not great uh yeah, yeah not and, some, and then that's it's not just something re- you do want to, yeah that's not something you want to accidentally end up but let alone like intentionally so and then um, it's like to, to do it at the
0: expense of like uh reducing his
3: character just sucks i yeah i yeah there is there is a part of me that does enjoy, that does like that he was like un- unrepentant like sorry that's not the right word but like an unambiguous freak. I guess, like
0: no, yeah, I. He, I he was. He was. Don't get me wrong.
3: He was romantically, um, I guess, sexually aggressive. You know, he was. Um, you know, a mur- he's a murderer and so on. You know, he's capitalistic. He, he is the guy who sucks. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That is that is made clear, and and the and the 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 bit at the end about oh, how he's actually doing it for his family. I actually was kind of like uh, you, you, do we need this? Do we need this? Like, can't he just be a dickhead? But I guess yeah, that's what, because at, maybe that's what Kuki's for. I don't
0: know. Yeah, like yeah. at first, um, like he's like, oh, I got to get money for our date, and you think like, oh, like is that a, a, a dub thing? Because that feels like a dub thing.
1: He, yeah, he, he, he's like creepy, but he doesn't say like, oh, I need the money for our date or for whatever our, like he, for
0: our consummation.
1: Yeah, he just keeps saying I need the money, and Yoshi says whatever could you need it for, and she, he's like, he's like, it doesn't matter. I need the money. <laughs>
0: Ivan Ivan is the guy from Akewood that has the I'm the guy who sucks plus I got Depression shirt.
1: Yeah. He's Ray.
0: Yes, thank you. I don't know enough Akewood. I just know I just know this one and then the speaker sneakers. <laughs> Anyways, um I the will say, of- um
3: Sorry cool. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, the rest of it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like the um the bit at the beginning, um of Yoshi taking the barrel and smashing the gizmo and then falling, I've never seen One Piece that feels like a One Piece bit to me for some reason. No, you're <laughs> you're so correct. Like it doesn't feel like a did like I feel like I feel like I'm looking at like Nami One Piece like smashing a marine over the head and then falling and then like Luffy has to do like the rubber arms to catch her or something. It was very funny.
3: It, yeah, it, it's a it's a weird bit of like physical comedy and so on. And like I, I find this arc so. I don't know. This is definitely the episode that I would say has the most like comedy in it, uh, almost entirely and it, in the first. And it half. almost should it, yeah. Like it's, it's a strange thing, and it's clearly it's clearly them just trying to like break up the you know the arc because last episode was definitely I would say pretty much devoid of comedy, you know, for over over than like the Marcus falling in the drink. Um, yeah, like and, just
0: it's like very basic physical comedy.
3: Yeah, exactly. And like this this felt like a more of like a okay, we're going to we're, we're flicking to another character's POV. Let's let's do something a bit different after, you know, um Thomas existential crisis hour. Um yeah. and um it, it it it's fine, you know, but um it's definitely odd. Um but I do I I do like that they they do a nice like the whole thing with Yayamon. Yash, Yashimon? Yeah. Yashimon. Yeah. Yashimon, thank you. Um the whole thing with him coming in and they basically just use him as like as an excuse to be like, okay, no, common, no, funny times are over now. Like, like this is this is something like her, Yoshi rescuing the Tanamon and then and then Yashimon getting murdered. It, it's definitely like a okay, this is the cut off for comedy, no more jokes now. Uh, although I did laugh so hard at Chromon getting kicked.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah, and 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 uh, Falcomon getting Valeria. like those are good. Like that's yeah. that's very funny.
3: They do um, they're, they're, al- they're, those were really good at like setting up. Like oh, here's Kuki, <laughs> here's his deal. Remember? Yeah, um, or
0: like I think Lalamon is pretty funny this episode. Yeah, La- like she's like she's like literally challenging like Ivan. Like yeah, like I'm gonna fight you, and if I win, like you have to stay away from her.
3: Yeah, I I really like the whole thing of like <laughs> Lalamon. Slash Rosemon and um, the Yoshi being in complete agreement that this guy sucks, and then at the end being in complete agreement, this guy sucks and needs to die. <laughs> like, yeah, really like the 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 the
0: part where he does like the the milkshake or the smoothie thing, and then Rosemon's like, "Well, those those smoothies at the mall are pretty good." Kidding. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, like Lalamon, like you're getting your chops in, and I appreciate that. You're putting in the work."
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, don't like. And then, oh, like oh. All those attack names as well, like... It, it's so... And then the It's away, funny. Yeah, the quarter wave of Yoshi, like, stood there like, this is the stupidest fight of all time. Yes. <laughs> is, um... It's
0: pretty good. Pretty good. Like, I appreciate, like, that they do have, like, those, like, little funny bits to sort of, like, break up how intense, like, Parsis is. Like, yeah, like, a baby Digimon almost got, like, disintegrated, like, Yoshi... Nearly got disintegrated, like etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like it, it helps a little bit, especially when the end of the episode is what it is of like, Koki like absolutely destroying Falcomon, uh, Chromon getting messed up by some uh, some Gizmon, etc.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. This I found out like this episode. Um, it, it it feels very I don't know. It's, it's there's a lot going on in it, but like not just in terms of like events. Cause there's only like in terms of events, only so much goes on in it. It's not it's not yeah. like massively dense in terms of things that happen. But in terms of like the jumps between different like tone and like different like personalities and it's like it goes from like comedy to like this sort of like, okay, you're supposed to find this boring and then and then and then suddenly it's like it ends on like a chase scene of sorts. Like it's it's like a sort of a desperate moment and yeah
0: it's it's very like um like tense and suspenseful at the end of like the bomb ticking down and whatnot yeah
3: yeah it's it's cool like it it feels it feels like i've not seen this much digimon stuff that kind of juggles this stuff it almost reminds me a bit of like our war game i guess come to think of it like the whole notion of like there's this sort of race against time element and then there's like random comedy thrown in and then you have like the fights, although it's not necessarily like the, We, they, gotta, they, get they, like we yeah. gotta get a cut in on
0: like some skull horns We gotta get a cut in on some skullhorns as cokey like lariat uh,
3: Falcomon. I, I had a thought after watching this arc and I don't know what you'll think about this but like I think, and maybe it's because I've been watching like Pluto and like the idea of taking a random arc from like an anime series and like blowing it up is like such a fascinating concept to me because of watching that and you know but i feel like you could take this could take this these three episodes and make a real cool movie out yeah oh completely out of them like you would i'm not sure what you would do in terms of like setting it up for the uninitiated but assuming that's not something you need to worry about like like imagine it like out like a
0: really big ova type of thing yeah
3: like like the like the you know like those original like stardust crusaders ovas or whatever like uh-huh though the, i i bet you could do something really cool with that like whilst following some of the a similar structure to what's already in here because it's just it's just it's just neat and i feel like with adventure as well like, if, if if this arc... If you tried to do the sort of arc in adventure, I could easily be, I see it being a thing where the villains escape through the portal, and then it would definitely be a case of, like, the DigiDestin Justin being like, oh, God, we got to find a way back to the real world, or whatever. That,
0: that literally happened. Yeah. Need well, I remind you, it's Myotis minions go through the portal and they have to do the whole card thing.
3: Yeah, it literally happened. And I feel like this show is... One of the great cool things about this show is that uh, they often think, what's a cooler, faster way of doing this? And then...
0: Let's just let's just yeah. airdrop Eldorati into the Tokyo Bay.
3: Yeah, let's just do that. Like some of the characters already there. The ones that aren't, we can animate a cool like dog fight. Like um yeah, do the Azuna Drop. <laughs> In there the Azuna well, Drop the is so cool. That's a really cool choice because it's like you already have Keenan who's got ninja like aspects about him. And then you've got Cromon who's a bird, obviously. So you you have that's such a good combination of things, like that. That's like, it makes it, ma- it makes
0: perfect sense when you see it. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. no, it this makes, is great.
3: It makes perfect sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then like diving back through the portal before it closes is 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 great as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, so.
0: I, I, I think aside from its problems, uh, like I think just in terms of like structure of the fight, like the th- stuff that goes on, I think this might be my favorite Savers episode so far.
3: I, yeah, it's just
0: aside from the writing issues, which I, I do have issues with. Don't get me wrong, um, or at least what I, I personally see as writing issues, and I mean, Mina, you've gone over some of like the, the, yeah. The weird, like, uh, like they added this in the dub type of deal, but like, this is a very strong episode. It's like, okay, you have the, you have a big fight, you have a lot of the tense, like, drama, like, going in the, in the periphery of, like, oh, the bomb is being set up. We have a little bit of, like, Marcus and, like, Shine Graymon and, like, Koki and, Keenan and Yadagaramon and stuff, like, and then it all comes together, it, it all converges into this chase scene, where they're getting everyone through the port at the last minute, as, uh, Elder is slowly sinking in, and you see, like, the shot in the Tokyo Bay of his feet slowly sinking in before he just drops, and it just cuts there, and it's like, this is, like, this is very, like, this feels very ambitious, I feel like, for, for Digimon, of, like, how much can they fit into one, like, 22-minute episode?
3: Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really neat, it's really neat um, I, I'm not sure what I would classify as an episode I like more than you know, I'm not sure what I would consider as an episode more than this Um. so I would, yeah, I'm tempted to agree with you on, on that point, yeah yeah, I, I like this one more than the previous one and the next one we're going to talk about but those are also very, very good and as a, I'd sooner look at these as a whole in, in which case I the whole,
0: no, yeah, these like, whole like I said, are
3: like our favorite set. Of, my my favorite set of episodes. But yeah, of I, like
0: yeah. I said, I think this is one of the strongest like mini arcs we've had in the entire franchise so far. Like, and I'm I'm gonna stand by that because I think all like there are parts of each episode that are like a little bit weak or like have its problems, but the way they set up a very cohesive like three three act story essentially in these three episodes is very effective.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I agree. Yeah, I love all three of these episodes for different reasons. I think they're just so strong at accomplishing exactly what the show needs to accomplish at this uh, point in its runtime. And, like, I just just find it so cool that they are able to do new things with this concept and with these characters, even, like, you know, 30-plus episodes in. Like, it feels like we're getting to, like, a climax, and we're not even, like, you know... Two thirds of the way through the show.
0: Yeah, like this. This feels like like coming into the final battle, right? Like this feels like we're being dropped to the final battle in the Tokyo Bay, and like we're gonna have to like we're doing the Fire Emblem Defend chapter around Eldoradimon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Hope- and I think that's that's so. And it's like knowing that there's still like what like fifteen episodes after next episode. Like that is absolutely bananas to me because like we we're, we're like I know where you go from here. Like I know like what's coming. Like. Vaguely, what's coming next? What we're gonna see, but it's like, where do you go from here? Like, like I mean that like a good way of like, geez, like you you yeah. went here.
3: How how, how are you gonna to top this? I, I, I'm definitely, I'm really interested in it because uh, at the ending of this, because I can imagine where it might go, and I can imagine like how you can, constri- how you know. I'm not thinking of this as going into the final log. This definitely feels like you know next episode. I saw the preview. I know it's gonna be probably a bit of a cooldown down from this one. But the... Um, uh, oh, from this arc, I should say. Um, but I definitely see it as like... This show has been interesting enough that I can trust him to say, okay, you've just dropped a giant city-sized Digimon into Tokyo Bay. I'm, ca- I'm not sure how the logistics of that work, by the way, in terms of size and scale, but whatever. Don't worry um. about it. <laughs> um, and I'm just like... Okay, so are the government gonna kick off? Is karate gonna use like public opinion to get his way? I mean, they're already seeming like they they're hinting at that. so it's it's really cool that like um it's really cool that I can trust the show to, you know do cool stuff. Uh,
0: yeah, that's that's what this show does. It does cool stuff and I yeah. gotta respect
3: it for that. Yeah, and like I trust trust that it will it will go cool places. That it'll it'll yeah. hit well. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, on that note, we're kind of getting into next episode stuff, so I don't know if either of you have more to say about this one, or... Let me,
0: let me check my notes. Yeah. Um I don't, okay, I'll say, I'll say, Thomas, I don't know why you're bringing Anami along. Uh, I mean, like, ultimately, I think you just left her body in the digital world anyways. So, uh, I guess she's just there forever now. Yeah. I- like, he's carrying her along as he's, like, going to, like, uh, hiking back to get to the city. And then it's, like, and then he's, like, okay, Barrage Gagamon, we have to go. It's, like, did, did you just leave her body in the woods? Is she dead <laughs> in the woods
1: now? To the woods with you.
0: Woods, now. <laughs>
1: Teleport to the woods.
0: Teleport to the woods. She'll be alright. Maybe. I mean, uh, can you... she's evil, so I don't want her to be. But like, I guess she probably she has I'm- probably I don't know. Anyways, I... good job, Thomas. You
3: left her in the woods. I, what, one thing on the subject of Thomas, I, I think well, sort of on the subject of Thomas, I, I, I really like the opening of this sh- of this um, episode where you have them seeing what's happened. You know, you have Keenan and, and Marcus seeing what's happened. Um, you know, with the with the moat. Um, and the waterfall and all of that and it's such a nice moment where he's like no I, I no, Thomas knows what he's doing you know, we, I can trust yeah, I, can I trust like that a lot. that's such a sweet thing because like Marcus ran off at the beginning of last episode and it does sort of leave you to think like Marcus Marcus is, you know, because the episode is about Thomas, you know, maybe him being a super genius and all that isn't actually that important all the time I, I suppose, but like at the same time, it is hard to like watch Marcus like riding a wave of like public opinion because of his more based off his like his charisma and his like his dad. His, he's his, a
0: nepo baby, yeah, he's, in, the, in the sacred city, he's,
3: he's never. But yeah, like on all that, he's sort of riding a wave from that to being being able to do what he wants to do, and that naturally makes you think that what Marcus is doing isn't actually that good of an idea, at least it does me. But then this episode, like, starts nicely, even if, even if it's not a Marcus episode. It, like, has a has a pause to say, okay, let's have Marcus catch up on the situation and just sort of reaffirm that, like, no, he can... No, he does have faith in Thomas, like, and he is aware of, like, the wider situation, and, like, he has fought this out, you know? He does... Yeah. He's doing this because he he does think it's the best thing to do. It also just happens to be the thing that he enjoys doing a lot, which is... Um, yeah, punch people in the face. <laughs> yeah,
0: so I I, yeah. I didn't mention the last episode, but like even uh Thomas has a moment of like no like I have to rely on my friends and that yes. includes like Marcus and even even though like they butt heads like I like that they, that they are still like that they have become like a unit in a way of like they they don't always get along they they bust each other's chops type of thing but like at the end of they 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 still are friends they still are teammates and they they cover each other's like weaknesses and whatnot like Thomas is the analytical one Marcus will just punch anything that moves if he wants to type of thing like i i sort of like how we see of that you're right of like of marcus being so assured of his friend's capabilities that he's like okay no they've got it i need to handle this yeah
3: yeah and like it's not like a given thing either it's like he has to like take a pause and then he has to take a beat and then he's like no we can't
0: also uh last thing i will say the line when ivan enters of too bad the only time we're together is when I'm trying to massacre her and all her friends. Like that's just so funny.
3: Like,
1: that's like of great. course, I would never say that out loud.
0: Of course, I would never say that out loud. And then, and he's like, "How did she know I was here? I was being quiet." Yeah. She must be looking for me day and night, like I am her, and she sensed my presence near her. I'm Ugh. like, okay, like this is weird, but it's also giving getting a sensible chuckle out of me.
1: Yeah, yeah, this- just a
0: sensible one, not like not like a guffaw.
1: I, not, not a hearty chuckle. Not a not hearty, hearty chuckle.
0: very
3: sensible. I am glad this dude is probably done because I don't know that I need any more of this like trope. But I complete. No, you are completely right. What we had of it, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, it, it was. It was. You'll awkward.
0: always remember. It was awkward. for better and worse.
3: <laughs> cool. Shall we? I'm
0: a, yeah. Do we want to take a break real quick before we cover this last episode, or y'all, yep. y'all yeah, y'all want to go right into it?
3: Let's let's take a quick break and then and then get into it.
0: Okay, sounds good. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with episode 33 of Digimon Data Saver Squad. Oh yeah. Ka-chow! hey, Digimon! Hey, Digimon. Ultimate friends to the boys and girls!
2: Hey, Digimon, hey,
0: Digimon! Champions of the Digimon! Seven young kids go to for the summer we'll wind up living in a digital land where everybody gets to meet his own digimaster a digital companion a digital friend a digimon in
2: training with digi to Rookie, and digibop to champion and an ultimate two. A gonna save the digital world for me i'm gonna save the digital world for you hey digimon hey digimon monster friends to the boys and girls hey digimon hey digimon champions of the digimon.
0: and we're back we took a quick break because who boy there is a lot going on in this mini arc and we needed a breather, so we are back with episode 33 of Digimon Data Saver Squad. Mina, I know that this episode in particular has a Digimon that you think is is alright.
1: The the only appearance of my favorite Digimon of all time in the anime. And it's a, <laughs> it's a kind of ugly palette swap, but you gotta take what food you're offered.
0: He's got the Leon, the chameleon from Star Fox Assault Face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, they also they also move the eyes down for some reason compared to where they are on the on the official design. But whatever, it's fine, it's fine. Leon Pawalski, that's his name. Um. So do you do y'all want to just jump right in? Let's yep.
0: jump right in. I'm sure in this picture of Leon Pawalski, because his dang face reminds me of Leon. But
1: <laughs> very very appropriate. <laughs> All right, so we are on to episode thirty three, which is called in English. The final biohybrid battle, and in Japanese, the final showdown, Koki's ultimate evolution. It was first aired in Japan on November 26th, 2006, so right around the release of Twilight Princess, actually, fun fact. And in English on June 23rd, 2008. This episode was written by Akatsuki Yamatoya and it was directed by Makoto Sonata. So, we pick up pretty much right where the last episode left off. The gang is stranded and, you know, they've, they've been teleported from the digital world into the real world again. Or the human world, rather. On the back of Eldradimon, Marcus and Keenan plus Agumon, uh riding on Cromon barely manage to make it into the digital gate in time. But as a result of getting there at the last second, they emerge far away from everyone else. They're separated from the rest of the group. They are in the midst of the city, whereas everyone else is in the bay. So Marcus, you know, wants to rush to their side to help them. But out of a portal behind him comes Koki... Who is ready to finish their unfinished business, and Marcus is all too pleased to oblige. So they do a little punch clash, and both of them power up their DNA charge. Marcus digivolves Agumon to Shine Greymon, and Koki activates his Biohybrid DNA and digivolves into Bio Dark the biohybrid version of my favorite Digimon of all time. I, even knowing this was coming, I grabbed my Dark Dramon card from the card game and and inserted, like, clutched it through this entire episode because I'm such a fucking fangirl for this Digimon. That's so cute. You're (laughs) so real for that. So they start having their, their little battle. It becomes pretty immediately clear that Koki is not interested in fighting Fair, even with his powerful new form. The unfortunate thing about fighting in a city is that Shine Greymon's primary form of attack is an enormous flaming laser, which, you know, in the digital world when you're surrounded by, you know, nature and, and rocks, not the biggest deal. When you're in the middle of a city, you risk a lot of collateral damage, and Koki starts exploiting that by by standing in front of buildings that have civilians in them to try and, and goad Marcus into, into hurting them if they want, if he wants to attack them. So he starts, starts clowning on Marcus and Greymon, you know, taking advantage of their inability to attack and actively putting civilians in danger by swinging at them, forcing Greymon to take the blows himself. So he starts taking a thrashing. In the Japanese version, they have a nice little philosophical conversation during this part of the fight where Marcus says that what Koki's doing is dishonorable. And Koki says not using every method available to you to win is dishonorable because it shows that you think your opponent can only be beaten in a clean fight. So there's some interesting like philosophical interplay going on there. Koki thinks it's, it's insulting to not use every advantage you have, and Marcus thinks it's insulting to not play entirely fair. <laughs> While this is all happening, the rest of the gang is over in Eldradimon in the bay. There's you know, terrible, terrible optics on this for, for Dats. A bunch of news crews have gathered in a reporting on this as like a Digimon terror attack, like an invasion, which is exactly what Corrado wanted. Because of this invasion, the government hands him full control over the Navy and military, And he immediately starts putting that plan into action. He loads up a bunch of battleships with Digimon energy. And they fire, essentially, these laser leashes at Eldradimon. These big beams of red energy that tether him in place and stop him from moving. While this is happening, Baronmon stands up onto Eldradimon's head and begs everyone to stop fighting. He insists that Eldradimon's peaceful and that they're not here to hurt anyone. But while he's made himself very visible, a Gizmon XT takes the opportunity and takes the shot firing a hole right through his chest and killing Baron. Mon. Get down, Mr. Mayor <laughs> Yeah. His energy is siphoned into one of their one of their, their funvacs and they fly away. Thomas and Yoshi are pretty enraged by this and they re-engage their megas and start fighting off hordes of Gizmon XT, which seem to never end. By the end of this episode Mirage Galgamon and Rosemont are like visibly tired from having to to fight off so many waves. If you'll remember, a single Gizmon XT was enough to give Marukimon a run for his money. So this many at once is is a very you know not an easy feat. Meanwhile, in the in the actual fight, Marcus and Shine Greymon they kind of rally and they decide that even if you know the odds are stacked against them, even if their opponent's not playing fair, they're going to to beat him however possible and and stamp out his his vile you know influence on the world and this this resolve their their partnerships power gives rise to a new weapon the geo gray sword a huge it's like it's basically like a chakram like a bladed ring with a sword coming out of either end it looks very cool he pulls it from the ground and now that he has a close range weapon that can match Dr. Mon's arm-mounted lance they start fighting on a more even ground because he doesn't have to worry about collateral damage when he has a sword versus you know giant lasers so they start dueling one-on-one And things are still pretty tight. Like, getting the sword doesn't mean they instantly have the advantage. At one point, Dark even fells a building on top of them, you know, with untold civilian casualties. (laughs) But they're able to stand up and keep fighting. And it all comes down to, like, a last, like, samurai quick-draw duel, which ends with Shine Graymon skewering Koki through the chest with his sword, which destroys his Digimon form and leaves him unconscious. Marcus starts speeding towards Tokyo Bay to try and, you know, help out his friends, while his sister and mother watch helplessly from home and while he's en route, Karata takes advantage of Eldradimon's immobilized state to summon a weapon that he calls the Gizmon Javelin, which is a bunch of Gizmon coalescing together into an enormous, like, lance, essentially, that's hovering in the air above Eldradimon. And Marcus is rushing as fast as he can, but he can't quite make it in time. The lance drops and impales Eldradimon, eradicates it completely, along with most of the Digimon still inhabiting it, leaving Our team thoroughly defeated, you know, looking terrible in the eyes of the public, having lost the the Digimon refugees' last hope for salvation. Karada's plan advancing at a truly frightening pace as he siphons up all of Eldradiamon's data into his Gizmon XT's vacuums. And right before the episode ends, Thomas gets a visit from some strange men in black who ask him to come with them. And that's kind of where things leave off, is on this, this very dire hopeless note.
0: The fact that they the Japan just immediately gives Karada a giant missile and says, "Hey man, go nuts." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
3: it's definitely it's definitely like it's funny how the news talks about Karada as like a guy people will know, like he's like the Doctor Fauci of like <laughs> Japan or whatever. Like, is that that seems un- Karada? Seems unlikely. Yeah, that seems unlikely. <laughs> I'm just gonna, just gonna, just just a little bit. Just gonna throw that out there. Just gonna, just gonna say that. In my opinion, unlikely. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's
3: he's he's the villain. So I guess there's, this is what needs. You got to know the villain. Yeah, you everyone. The villain has to be uh, a man of public record. <laughs> or yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah, it's it's funny, but um,
0: man, what an episode! What an episode! I'm like kind of in awe of like what's happening like i i i talked to my dad i was like he's like oh how are like the episodes and i was like oh yeah like uh so uh the bad guy took a giant missile covered in digimon and dropped it on a giant digimon city and he's like oh that's uh that's pretty dark and i'm like yeah
1: yeah like yeah it feels it feels weird talking about like whoa this is the darkest Digimon's ever gone but it kind of is <laughs> like, yeah
0: like it's not like dark in like an edgy way
1: it's like, just it's, dire. It's, like the, yeah, it's they, very dire. They lost, and the consequence of their losing is, you know, this sen- the sentient creature, this big majestic um, beast, is is ruthlessly gunned down, and all of the the Digimon it was sheltering are either homeless or dead. Yeah. So like, it's it's yeah. messed yeah. up, and even like some of the the individual stuff. Like, I'm so surprised they didn't censor uh, Shine Greymon impaling Koki. Yeah. Like, it just fully shows it on the screen. Um, and the, considering they were editing out punches last episode, it's pretty wild.
2: It,
0: I thought, was it me or did they edit out the, uh, the blast that hit Barrowmon? Cause he gets hit and I'm they, like, I didn't see anything.
1: They absolutely did. It's one of the most okay. baffling changes in this episode. Cause like, I
0: was like, I'm like, oh no, you got hit by nothing Barrowmon. What are you gonna do? Like, I, really, yeah, I was the- like, huh?
1: The Japanese version has, like, a slow-mo shot of the the blast going through his back and out his front, and then his hole and his chest both have a- uh, or his, his cape and his chest both have a hole in them. We missed out. Yeah, it's- it's so bizarre what they choose to censor versus what they- they let, uh, slide. But I guess Koki's a villain, so it's okay to have him get skewered. Baramon's a good guy, so it's not okay to show him get JFK'd. True. Yeah. Get uh, down, Mr. Mayor. It's
3: good that they defeated the racism at last at least so
1: yeah Gizmon did us all a public
3: service yes precisely uh
0: i feel like um that can't be good for like the 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 aquatic life right like dropping that giant missile into like i mean digital energy
1: i don't think aldrati Mon's presence was very good for the 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 life either
0: you know what that's fair
1: (laughs) yeah Public, public. The
0: untold uh, environmental consequences of dropping the javelin, Gizmon, into the Tokyo Bay. Yeah. yeah. Not- I, I do think it's interesting, like, the way they show, like, they sort of show it last episode and this episode of, like, the way, like, things are getting flooded, like, right by the coastline is, like, yeah, like, this is kind of, like, an interesting thing, like, a cool thing of, like, yeah, of course, like, like right by everything would get flooded when you place, like, a thousand foot tall, giant turtle city just yeah. drop it into the ocean. You just
3: drop Discworld yeah. into the middle of Tokyo. Like it's, it's <laughs> exactly, this exactly yeah. gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I the ending of this does leave me with a lot of like questions of like where it's gonna go. Why next, is Thomas being
0: great. picked up by some random men and going into a helicopter? Galmon could've Galmon could have fought them off as Galmon.
1: I will okay, I will say they, they change the line. In the in the sub it's a bit more indicative of, of what's happening. In in the sub, the men in black say, Master Toma, we've come for you.
0: Master Toma?
1: Yeah. Mm. Did you watch the episode preview i am
0: I d I'm I'm keep I'm keeping myself uh blind not going here on out because okay. I, I want to, what surprises that there may still be for me, I wanna be surprised. Fair
3: dues, fair dues. Well I watched it, yeah, and that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um the the, yeah, because in the sub, they in the dub, rather. they definitely seem like, oh, the hired goons are here to like specifically kill Thomas. Arrest Thomas, Thomas and I guess. Thomas only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, these are these aren't arresting guys. These are these are punch you in a dark alleyway guys. <laughs> they're, they're, these are put <laughs> put Thomas in the supermax prison. <laughs> no, Sloan, they're here to kill Thomas. This is what I'm trying to say. Then <laughs> there, there was no there was no law being enforced here. This is just plain up. These dudes are here to a sword Thomas. Thomas, to the point of death. But no, no, yeah. They're still being like... People die when they are killed. Exactly. Tom, 2024. <laughs> you got me. Um, yeah, that sublime makes a lot more sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's it's funny watching him just, like, sat there in the helicopter, just, like, looking... He at- looks,
0: like, so upset. Like, he looks kind of, like, angry about it, too. He's just, like... He doesn't even, like, look at them over, like, over uh, where they're at. He's just kind of, like... Mm. Yeah, he just looks angrily sitting there. He
3: just looks gone. He's just like, well, this is my life now. He might as well be like the you know the smiling friends episode with the um with the the guy with the like the gun pointed to his head like all, yeah, all the, the time.
1: Mike Mike's Alaska. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's just it's just that that's Thomas. Just just photoshopped the gun in there and, and and yeah. Um but that is uh, yeah, he he's looking distraught. Yes, but yeah, for most of this episode, other than like that, and then Oh getting impaled. If um, this is this is Marcus and Kooky's episode, and yeah, I I like that civilian casualties are something they're actually worried about because this has not been. I feel like this hasn't come up yet in this show too much. And it also hasn't come up. It hasn't necessarily been a huge point of concern of Digimon in the past. The closest that I can think of is during the Marriages Monarch when, like, they were taking human hostages. But, like, they weren't too worried about, like, this thing. He
0: was just giving women anemia off screen, and that was it, really. Like, he didn't, like. Yeah. He talked a big talk, but he didn't do much.
3: No, exactly. Yeah. Whereas this is immediately, like,. Do you want these people to die? <laughs> and he's just like, uh, "No, I guess not, <laughs> actually."
0: See, my first, my first thought was of the um, the Black War Greymon, War Greymon, Imperial Algemon fight in Zero Two, where they go into low orbit, and it's like, I, I think that's interesting, like because, it's like, oh yeah, like they're just there to like sort of duke it out, but no, Koki doesn't like would not be at all like chase after Marcus because he's just like, I'm gonna
1: just kill these people then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, very, I, it's, I a love... it's a
0: very cool like um difference of how they handle it.
1: Yeah, I I'm, I'm a little bit sad that they removed some of the the philosophical posturing from from the dub cuz I I do think it is legitimately cool um having them have a debate about what like what is it like honorable to fight fair or should you use whatever means they are at your disposal to win like is 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 it disrespectful to to treat someone like you you don't need to go all out to beat them
0: makes you think
1: yeah this is dying i don't think that koki is just like just being like a mustache twirling villain here like no obviously yeah he is evil but he just wants to beat marcus that's all he cares about and he's like yeah. this is something that I, that you care about that i don't like why wouldn't I press this advantage? I looked. No, I...
0: yeah, totally. That's why it's yeah. like, yeah. Even if Marcus did try to like lure him away from the city, like Koki wouldn't go for it because he's like, yeah. no, like you're gonna fight him on my take the bait. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I do. I do love like that. Koki is like. I, however, have no problem murdering civilians. <laughs> like, you have morals, but I don't. I don't give a shit. Like I, I will. I will gladly. Uh, I will gladly do this. Do not care. <laughs> but um. They do the
0: Tekken yeah. intro when they fight of just both of them punching each other's fists.
1: It's so good. It's so good. I, I, so good. I popped <laughs> off. And the fact that both of them activate their DNA at the same time because of that, it's it's fantastic.
0: It's peak. That's what the kids call kino. <laughs> also, I like how the pumpkin mon have a body count.
1: Yeah, that was that was unexpected. I thought that they yeah. were they're gonna get wrecked immediately. <laughs> Yeah. I,
0: they have a higher body count than Pumpkin Mon does in Ghost Game. The show where lots of people like get like uh semi-gruesomely killed, which I think is very funny.
1: It, it really is, yeah.
3: That's definitely intentional, like the whole um what, what was I gonna say? Like it's definitely intentional where the Pumpkin Mon are like attack and you just expect them to get killed like instantly.
1: Uh, I'm yeah. glad they didn't. Yeah, they
0: have they have such silly voices, but like I love them. I love Pumpmon. <laughs> yeah,
1: Pumpmon as they're called in Japanese. I, yeah. he
0: he he. They they be pumping.
1: They they do be pumping. No, they don't pumping up the hips. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't be
3: pumping. Let's be real.
0: She she blasts with my seed until I
3: nope. Moving on. <laughs> Stopping whatever the fuck you're saying there, and moving on. Let's 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 be real.
0: We saw the return of Mickey and Megami. We
1: did in the crowd like
0: They're like we're wanted women now It's like they. Bro, I thought no it was so funny how they,
1: they see Marcus flying by And in the dub they go it's Shine Grave on yeah. like, You don't know who the fuck that is
0: you've literally, <laughs> you've literally been like camping in the woods Away from the cops for like
3: 10 episodes now They, they pulled out the pokedex
1: <laughs> Yeah they Shine they, 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 they were given the, the Toei brand guide Yeah Shine Greymon, they're like a... Bio Bio Rodismon, yeah, <laughs> like you don't, yeah, that's that's a really funny
0: Yoshi. I heard you be, and then like they pull out like the little flip book, and they're like flipping through it. Bio
1: Supinomon.
3: yeah, that's a really funny <laughs> point. I never considered that, like, yeah, that of course they'd have no idea, <laughs> no idea who that is, or um, well, they shouldn't have any. Because in,
1: in the in the Japanese version, they say, "Is that Marcus instead?"
3: Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh, it's a dub thing, right? Of course it is. Yeah. 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 Of course it is. Of course it is. Of course
0: it is. Of course it's. A, it's all. If you ever.
3: If there's ever something that seems silly <laughs> to you, it's a dub thing. Yeah. I can Guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um. That's funny. That's funny. That's cool. But I also like how they like well, wanted women, and the meanwhile they're out in public in a crowd, in, their, in wearing, their suits, in their you know totally spies outfits. Like what? I'm not. I'm not sure what's going on. Going on with Like, them. no
0: one even, like, they were, like, right by, like, the news report that was
3: going on. I feel like they have no fucking clue what to do with themselves now. Now that
1: they are out of a job. Like, they, they are just, like... Yeah. Well, their, their job was their life. They're like Yamaki. It's like, all they're doing is, is staying at home, eating day-old bagels and smoking cigarettes. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> they're not, like... They're not like the
3: the, the women from uh, Hypnos, who I forget the name of, and I should know.
0: Riley and uh... and Tally, Riley Tally, and
3: Tally, yes, yeah, thank I was you. Like, like they're not off swimming and buying bagels or whatever when they're when they're not at work. Like Mickey, Mickey remember
0: Mickey. when they tried to make Riley like a Bond girl for that one episode?
3: That was so weird. Yeah, that's so uh, funny. What do you mean tried? They succeeded. Let's let's be real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you know what? You're right. Yes. You're right. I gotta I gotta give it to you. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like you look at their resume and it's like only position is just like. Dad's operator.
1: Yeah, and the rest was just chilling.
0: Just chilling. Well, wh- why was why do you have this big gap in your resume? Uh, we were we were wanted criminals, and they they don't apply to places like on their own. Like they apply as a you. Like, they have one shared resume,
1: like, like in step brothers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. They would have one shared resume. Let's be no, you're real. you're so right. <laughs>
0: I'm glad they're back though like even though we see them for two seconds and I'm sure like we're barely gonna see them again I'm like yeah like they're back I'm happy about that
1: I mean you still haven't you still haven't seen their ultimates Oh they get ultimates? Of course they do.
0: Oh cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. <laughs>
1: based on based on precedent, I would not guess that they will get ultimates. That's actually somewhat somewhat yeah, This, so, this, so this show is all about egalitarianism. And even yes. they have megas as well. Their megas never appear in the show, but they are like they're they're all over them the like the expanded media for savers, including the card game. Oh
0: that's cool. Oh brilliant.
1: Oh. Uh, they're
0: charging their digi souls is them kissing each other. <laughs> Tell me about the
1: the, the, the Chessmon deck in the in the card game isn't called Chessmon. People call it Chespians.
3: Good. As they should. <laughs> well, like, like, like they're really good actors.
0: Okay,
1: Nokia. Classically trained. No, it's
0: it's uh, Agumon and Gabumon. Thespian. But I thought you liked guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Tales of Symphonia did that joke first. As much as I respect it in Cyber Sleuth, we got to pay respect
3: to the classics. Uh, it's all Nam- it's, old, <laughs> it's old Namco, isn't it? They get to <laughs> they can they can recycle some of their some of their old work.
0: Uh, I, oh right, that is they're both Namco. Yeah. Okay, But yeah. I guess you know what you know yeah. what. Fair play. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mina, question. Yes. Uh, is that um they call it the digital hazard system, like those bit laser beams? I bet that's yeah. not what it's called in the in the. No the music. the
1: digital hazard system is a different term that they're using improperly, unfortunately.
0: Of course. Of course, um,
1: <laughs> the the digital hazard system is the um the the mechanism by which they are sucking the data out of Digimon.
0: That is pretty hazardous, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. The digital hazard is the powerhouse of the cell.
3: <laughs> um, I like that. Um, they are just straight up like um, it, 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 Matt Galgamon and Rosemon uh thomas is just like straight up like yeah you need to go and destroy those ships <laughs> yes like, like there was no there was no, like it, it, it there was it, it's giving um world tour flashbacks when they're when the you know the russian military or whatever it is
0: uh, you have to we'll hold off the chinese military yeah, that, it. it's, like, yeah.
3: it's been so long but finally digimon are back fighting the military uh one-on-one not- how, how quickly Thomas went to you have to
0: take out those navy ships I'm like man I love you man
3: yeah it's great I knew I
0: liked you for a reason
3: it's great like unless lesser show would like um, um nah about it but like this show is just like yeah we didn't give a fuck I guess it's I guess yeah it, I mean I, I'm not I'm not overly surprised those, coming from
1: Japan and those, Apple, those ships are complicit in an ongoing genocide you gotta take them out
3: <laughs>
0: literally true yes literally true
1: yes exactly yeah yeah oh if only Digimon
3: were real um, so we can. If only they were real. Uh, yeah. If only they were real, then <laughs> the the event, the event will happen that he did.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about a different event that did happen in Digimon
3: that would have happened here. No, I mean, I mean, do you not know about the event? No, I know I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I need to I need to I'm just going to like look the door as like as like on the side because I'm just like
0: Only only real ones know about the event.
3: The event, yeah. Yeah. The happening. Yeah, I need to. God, that's been it's been so long. That's such a yeah, like googling it doesn't give any any like immediate <laughs> That is answers, such a deep so. cut. Yeah, it really is. Um the real ones know uh,
0: but yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm done. We're not going to elaborate, but if
1: you're a real one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I- Welcome to the NovaCast, where you get your most infuriating <laughs> inside jokes.
3: <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, you, know what, you know what? Because of that, I feel bad now, so I will try and explain <laughs> it. This, this was something on a, like, a Digimon firm from, like, way back when. I was not a member of this firm. I remember hearing about this through another firm I was on at the time. As you know, back when there was more than four websites on the internet, um, and this was a Digimon fan forum where the, the 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 people obviously it was probably just kids, you know, but like they they
0: it was probably kids and just adults who wanted to ruin like kids' days. Yeah, but yeah. there was
3: there was this post or thread or something about the uh, the event, which was basically the moment when Digimon become real and show up in the real world. <laughs>
0: And it was could just, have had it all. And
3: it was just like the the event is going to happen any day, and it was like I believe in the event and all this stuff, and it's just like okay, all right, all, you know, I, hey, I like the show too, but you guys need to chill out. <laughs> you guys need to chill out. So um, the event never came to pass. I think I I feel like they threw out a date, and I'm sure that date has been and gone decades ago at this point. But um, but yeah, it was a, it was a fun. I I once read it. <laughs> a long time ago, uh, but yeah.
0: Anyway, you will get the deepest cuts on the Nova cast. I can. That is a guarantee. Uh,
3: <laughs> I guess the event would be like, uh, um, oh coming through the portal. <laughs> la- la- yeah,
0: that's la- the that's
3: the event. That's the event. The, yeah. the, ran- the random El Dradimon event. <laughs> it
0: was it was actually viral. It was an ARG. No, it's it so- was like the people who were making the show. Talking about the event, but it was the hype-up data squad.
3: Someone on Karada's team was just, um, uh, they just leaked leaked out the plan. The plan <laughs> they had to be anonymous. And um, um, then the, the Nintendo ninjas got him. Called in the event. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The Karada ninjas. Um. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I, I, did, I did find that amusing when they're like, get out there and destroy those ships. And then, a few minutes later, they say it again. <laughs> you know, they're like, no, wait. Okay, no, go destroy those ships. <laughs> they don't destroy the ships, I, I, don't, I don't think, do they? No, no. No, they don't get to do that, no, but, you know.
0: They should have destroyed them afterwards, like, angrily. Yes. Like,
3: how dare you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's probably a good feeling that the show doesn't seem to be pretending that this isn't. Like, the show doesn't seem to be pretending that it's set in America, <laughs> because if it was, I feel like they might be regretting it at this point, at this point <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the show, but, um,.
0: I feel like, uh, if you're a random bystander, okay, if you're a random bystander, you see this turtle drop into the bay, what are you thinking as you see a missile being dropped on it? Like what like what is your thought? Like we've had to deal with like the neuralizer thing of like, oh, like everyone forgets about Digimon after they see it, but like we we we've clearly gone past that. So like maybe say maybe you've seen the Garudamon thing or something. Or like like yeah, like the big invasion. Like, but like what do you you just see a turtle just standing there, like in the bay? Like, what are you thinking as you see that missile
3: dangling above its head? I'm mostly thinking... I don't think I'm thinking, oh boy, destroy it. I'm mostly thinking, uh, I'm worrying that I'm in the near timeline, and I'm gonna get affected <laughs> by
1: by Black Scroll. <laughs> so... How many people are looking out there and going, my tax dollars pay for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. There's, like, lots of debates
3: online. Um, that would be... That would be an interesting event to happen in a time when Twitter was actually good and did not. Suckass. So, yes. But um, start posting
0: like you're watching Eldoradimon Mon about to get nuked.
3: Yeah, yeah. Instead, you just get like um, pictures. It's like breaking news: a uh, giant turtle is impaled by government. Breaking news: Jedi temple is attacked. <laughs> and then, and then you just go beneath it.
1: AI posts like no one
3: quite knows what this creature is. There's some speculation. <laughs> Curious. This t- is t- really <laughs> happening. A t- the
1: the t- Gizmon Javelin. It's a. It's a, li- a literal fucking doohickey.
0: Yes. <laughs> it not only erases a Digimon,
3: but it erases the idea of a Digimon. No,
1: it's not as cool as it's that. The... It's government it's government funded, like it can't be yeah, it's, a good true... a, giz... it is, it is it's a gizmo. Yeah, it's more of a it's more of a gizmo than a doohickey, hence the name. Yeah, there we go.
0: <laughs> uh so um I have a question. Did either yeah. of you play Star Fox Assault?
1: Yes. I love Star Fox Assault. That's honestly my favorite Star Fox game.
0: First of all, taste. Um what'd you say, Tom?
1: Nope, haven't played it.
0: Uh why is this just the Aperoid Missile Mission?
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: <laughs> the, literally you have creepy creatures like like robot creatures latching onto a giant. This is literally the the Aperoid Missile Mission. It and was it
1: was just it was just the vibe for media being developed in 2005.
0: Honestly, yeah. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm think, I think I think more things should ape the Giant Missile Mission like wholeheartedly. But I think it's interesting how, like, in the mid-odds, we've had two two Aperoid missile missions in media.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: Man, they they really just dropped a missile on him. <laughs> like, I'm kind of in awe of like the, the lengths of which um the show went to to get rid of uh monks. Like you even think at the end, like, as Shine Greyma's going, like, you think like well of course it's Marcus. Like he's gotta get there in time and like redirect the missile and like throw it into space or something, right?
1: Yeah. It's but it's no. great. It's it's a it's a proper subversion of expectations. This is you know, this is Digimon. The the good guys get there in time, they they save you know, they save the world, they they kill the bad guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it's I I just think it's very
3: interesting.
1: Oh, it super is. We talk about the sword.
3: Um, I yes. wasn't sure what I was what was going to happen when Shangri Man, well, when Marcus Digivice started glowing. I guess, and I was thinking, okay, I know there are two things coming up, and I don't know which one of these it's going to be. Uh, if it's one, <laughs> it seems like it's a bit too early. If it's the other, this seems like the wrong situation for it. Yeah, but instead, not, not dire enough, and. Instead, the sword appeared, and I was like, "Oh, and you're wait, like, what? yeah, it was
0: literally <laughs> mystery option number three, And you're like, "Huh?"
3: Yeah, it's so like, okay, I, I like this because it, it, it the 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 actual you know between the between Marcus and Koki, the the dilemma is that Shine Graymon's great, except he can't really do much because all of his attacks will in this situation in this are in this situation nominally
1: destructive yeah. will, will kill
3: people. <laughs> so, uh, and then it's just like He's
1: too strong. He's he's too buffed. Shrine Graymon, your smoke is too powerful. They're gonna kill you. He pulls
3: a sword out of his ass, True. essentially, and wins the day. In terms of writing, it's this is god awful. Like this is because like because he needs a he needs a different weapon and then one just magically appears. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, this this is shit. It's only because it's part of like a an episode where actual good interesting stuff is going on that I can like dismiss this uh fairly yeah. fairly easily. I mean also like, you know, in the previous episodes, like um, you know, the the last one with Rosemont Rosemon just overpowering Ivan, you know, what, yeah. whatever. Just, like, that's just fine. using the I Win Beam. Yeah, this 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 one just felt a bit this was the biggest like Deus Ex Machina thing ever. Um but I I'm willing to look past it because it's not the whole episode and also it's pretty
1: cool.
0: Yeah, like, if you give something a sword, like, I'll probably still be it, even if the, like, the, it, the circumstances behind you are kind of like, huh? Like, really?
1: Yeah, like, it really fits, like, Shining Greymon's kind of, like, holy crusader look. Like, he's got so much, like, cross yes. uh, imagery all over him. So giving, giving him a sword, you know, the, the weapon of a knight, feels appropriate. I have a question. Uh, do we ever find out why... His sword appears now, rather than like so. No, it's the the the, the short answer is, uh, Toei wanted merchandise, so they gave them merchandise. <laughs> okay, because yeah, right. you,
0: you make the first Stride Greymon figure, but then if you make the other one with the
3: sword, they gotta buy the new one. Because at least with yeah. like Grani, with um, you know, when Gallamon got Grani and Tamers, like that was something that they actually explained <laughs> in the plot. Yeah, they they did... they, they just they just built Grani. They they wrote a plot element about that around that, and it was cool. Here it's like because oh, you know, what would have been cool. They could have had like this be a secret weapon being developed by Dats, and then like Samson drops it off, I guess, or something. Yeah, that would have been cool. No, Samson's
0: dead, remember? They they he's gone.
3: Oh, uh, whatever.
0: Uh, yeah, M- Mickey, and M- they they gondered him. Get
3: Mickey and Megumi to do it then. I don't know,
0: but like, <laughs> um, okay, I'm in. Yeah,
3: that would be. Been- cool, but no.
0: That'd be very... They, they're carrying the sword by themselves,
3: like, slowly dragging it along. It took them months. <laughs> or fucking Homer runs in and he's like, here, your dad had this, or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't your know. Your dad had this sword. I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about Spencer to, 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 to be saying stuff like that, I <laughs> suppose, but, you know. Spencer bought
0: this sword at the mall for you, Marcus. Yeah. Take <laughs> it. It's your destiny.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, um, the... Um, but it was, it was cool, and, you know, rule of call, I think,
0: it, can get
3: you... Yeah, tr- yeah, you're right. It can it get trumps, you
1: pretty far. It,
3: tru- it, it Yeah, it doesn't trump everything. Like, you still need some good writing, but it can, it can help smooth it over. Can
1: carry, it can carry It can hard carry
3: you. Yeah, it can hard yeah, carry it, it,
0: it ca- the bad it writing. It pretty hard in this situation.
3: It can hard carry the bad writing as long as there's some good writing as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and
0: there was, like yeah, I said, this, yeah, I was, think yeah. this episode rocked, like... I like. I was actually like pretty. I'm like, there's no shot. This is like a dark Digivolution or like burst mode or something. And then it ha- and I'm like, okay. Uh, but the rest of the episode was just so good. Yeah,
3: it was. It was. It was really cool. It was really cool. Um,
0: I I like like um Thomas like directing like Mirage Galgamont and like Rosemont, like where to go to like try and stop the Gizmon like they're sort of like trying to to do what they can to like, lighten the assault that's going on. Like, there's a lot of different elements to it, and I, I think it works very well.
1: Yeah. It it super does, yeah.
0: Yeah, agreed. I think Yoshi should have, like, popped another gizmon with a barrel, though. Like, I think <laughs> from here on out, each one one gizmon destroyed with a barrel an episode is, like, the minimum I ask for.
1: Yes. I think that's a fair ask. Call, call that guerrilla tactics. Yeah. <sighs> on that note...
0: <laughs> Take a lap. On that note. I'm pretty sure I wrote a joke like that in my notes somewhere and I just can't find it, so... Can we... Can we... Can we
3: move on there? Or... We...
0: <laughs> let, let me... Let me try. We have anything else to talk about
3: because that would be a really good note to end it on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bombshell.
0: Uh, I wrote God such Spencer is such a bomb. I don't know why, but, like, he kind of is. Like, dude, like, what... Where are you? What are you... What are you doing? Spencer
1: wasn't in this episode... <laughs>
0: I don't I don't know why I brought him up in my notes. I must have been I got mad at him for not being there about something, but bro, your sacred city you saved is destroyed. Like come out of hiding. Yeah. Even Hero's dad showed up eventually. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, this, this dude show yourself. Show
0: yourself, coward. <laughs> that's that's it from me. Like I said, I think these are great episodes. Um I'm excited for next week. Yeah. Or next episode. Yeah, me
3: too. Me too. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes from here. And and um, yeah, like I say, I hope it stays interesting. Um, but I feel confident that it will, just based on, you know, we're two thirds of the way through the show now. Let's say, and it's uh, kept its, you know, it's kept up, uh, it's kept up the quality. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like they're sort of like going off the tracks, like with where they're like they're they're heightening things but they're not like sort of like rolling off the tracks like erratically like they're they've still got like things are making sense yeah relatively uh they got a good pace going it's it's not too much or over the top or anything like it's just
2: right
3: do we uh you know what would be great to know uh it'd be great to know if like some of the listeners to this podcast have, uh, had any similar opinions on the uh on on this show um, On the squad yeah. of Data <laughs> Savers <laughs> If only there was some mechanism by which we could find out uh, Whether or not that was true Oh wait,
1: we do, it's squad emails And I think we have some <laughs> We have no emails today unfortunately Oh, okay Um, There's been a, been a bit of a lull in, in new reader mail Or listener mail since the the new year began But people are busy yeah, people are um, busy. You know, we
0: cover like, eight emails on that one episode, so... We did, yes. Yeah, so that we, makes we up for it a little bit.
1: We had to do some major catch-up of our own. So, um, thank you for your patience and for, for waiting so long for us to, to finally cap those off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's much appreciated.
0: And if people want to send in correspondence, uh, we're going to do that. Did we mention that? i I don't have memory.
1: You can send your correspondence to novacast at gmail.com it's giagia novacast at gmail.com uh, yeah um and uh yeah send us your your questions your uh, thoughts your retrospectives your concerns your ideas your inspirations your musings whatever you want we will read it so long as it is appropriate to read on air yes uh and yeah we just we love getting mail uh we love uh, when you know getting to interface with our lovely audience so Please, uh, yeah, let us know if there's uh, anything that you want us to say to hear about, and we will we will take the chance to um, dig into that as soon as we can.
0: Yes, completely. I we love hearing from people, and all of our listeners are very good and smart, and they say very good and smart things. Because if you're a listener of the Nova Cast, you are clearly good and smart because you have great taste in podcasts.
3: Correct, and if you if we read out your email on the podcast. That means it's objectively one hundred percent true. So, true. Uh, If you want, uh, if you want to know whether you're not you have the correct opinion on things, email into the Novacast and you'll find out. You... <laughs>
0: if I say, if I loudly say true after your email, that means it's automatically true.
3: Yes.
1: And if so, uh, yeah. Mina. Yeah. Uh, where can the people find you? What have you been up to? I am on Twitter and Blue Sky as uh, Mighty Minotaur and Minotaur respectively. Um, I have been continuing Pluto. I'm taking it very slow because I've been savoring every episode, like a fine delicacy. Um, I've actually done something really fucking stupid, which is, so I'm I'm six episodes in right now. I'm going to start episode seven probably later tonight. Um, I have also read the manga <laughs> up to the point where I'm at in the anime as well. Oh no dear. Um, because I just really wanted to chew more on this story and its characters and its world. Um... Naoki Urasawa, the, the truly the goat, um, you know, incredibly talented mangaka. Um, I respect him so much. If my if my impassioned plea to get you to start this series wasn't enough last week, now that I'm several episodes further, I I must reiterate this is probably the best thing that came out last year. You are doing yourself a huge disservice for not checking it out. I will I will check that out soon. I definitely Bless plan to. Him. Um, other than that, um, just been kind of, so I, I've been getting more in it. A lot of my friends got into Pokemon Unite over the holidays, um, for one reason or another. Uh, so I've been getting back into it more. I used to, like, have it as, like, a time waster or time killer game. Um, but I'm definitely a lot more invested in, in playing it right now. Um, the newest characters in that game, Metagross and, um gudra are very very fun i'm having a great time playing both Ooh, of them Gudra! yeah gudra's in there as a defender um she's really st- she's really strong and, and has great self-heal so excellent sustain which is what a tank kind of really needs is this og gudra um, or, or hiswian Gu- oh og ah. yeah. there there aren't any hiswian book one of the game yet unfortunately i hope they change that soon Boo. it'll um, probably be or if, if one gets in like you know it they 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 gave out M- Miascarada for free earlier this month as well. So I've been oh, cool. I've been trying to play play that one, but it's uh, it's a bit of a trickier Pokemon because it's it's very ambush based, and I'm more of like a a, a brawler like playstyle wise. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I don't
0: I only keep up with Unite uh, through you, but every time you say something, I'm like, pardon me, is like, man, like I would like to get back into it, and I'm like, I have so many other games to play. Yeah, know that's, that's that's
1: fair. I, I deal. I think the main reason I play it is because I need I needed a digital third place, and it it suits it fits the bill pretty well right now. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I don't really do a lot of um other multiplayer games like Apex Legends or um Call of Duty or whatever. So this is basically you know what I what I play when I want to hang out with that specific friend group who who enjoys playing this game. Right. Cool. Um, that's cool. Yeah, and then the next Pokemon they're adding to the game is Magikarp, which is awesome. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. So, so, please, so,
0: please tell me it doesn't evolve.
1: It it does, yeah. but it has a unique mechanic. Rather than having experience, you can't actually hurt people. All you have is your potential gauge. And when your potential gauge is full, then you evolve into Gyarados. Okay, that's um, peak. Un- until then, yeah, you're you're stuck... Uh, being unable to do damage, you just have to flop around. Your teammates have to protect you because you're so uh, weak and and squishy. <laughs> but the payoff is the most intentionally broken Pokemon in the game. Yeah. It's just a question of is it like will will the opponent snowball early enough to make it not matter? Yeah. Interesting. Cool. That's really cool. I like
3: that. Yeah. That that, yeah. that, that that's that's fun, and I like. So they are they are presumably pitching that as. You're playing as Magikarp, not playing as Gyarados, because yeah. like the, normally, yeah, the,
1: normally you play as like Lucario, but you start as Raiolu, don't you, or or stuff like that. Yeah. So they they are specifically advertising it as Magikarp. Like the the announcement <laughs> image was just a picture of Magikarp flopping around. oh um, yes. So they they understand the appeal of this. They know what they're doing. Cool. That's so good. That, that's yeah. They understood the assignment. That's fun. Yeah,
3: absolutely. That, that's that's a lot of fun. I, I I think that that gimmick is the most like. You know, Pokemon Moba is like—it's one of those things that sounds very cynical. Like, I don't know, like Pokemon with guns, for example. <coughs> uh, <laughs> Just to pull a random example. Of. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but like that mechanic alone justifies the whole thing because, like, yes, that's so true to the games and stuff. So, yeah, cool. and the, the it's, yes, it's
0: it, once again it's a case of uh, putting like lore, flavor, or
3: story flavor into mechanics, and it—it's it, always so cool when it happens. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool though. And I hope they, uh, it's cool that they're already adding, I was going to say it's cool that they're already adding Gen 9, but then I realized Scarlet and Violet came out
1: 2022. O- over a year ago. Yes. Oh, yes.
0: uh, I just got <laughs> so, hit by a wall splat thinking about I, that. Yeah. The
1: one thing that I think is a bit of a bummer about the game is that they don't have any way of adding... Um, new evolutions to it. So like, Duraludon's been in the game for a while, but there's no chance of Arcaludon being in unless they make an entirely separate character for Arcaludon. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a
0: shame. Yeah. Wait, uh, uh, Duraludon gets the sick fit as one of his alt costumes. Are
1: you kidding me? Yeah, it, he. <laughs> the, this the... is so good. That one is so fucking funny if you turn <laughs> the model around because the the coat is draped over his enormous square ass. That's
0: so funny. Yeah,
3: that's this is peak.
1: Yeah,
0: they have a they have he he, he his swag too too much etc cetera, etc. Cetera. They have a really interesting
3: yeah. mix. Like
1: I I think there is a lot of evolutions I've noticed. Uh, which is. There, there are. I, I think, I think, as of the most recent uh, update, the only ones they're missing are Vaporeon, and, uh, Flareon, and Jolteon, the original three, ironically.
3: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Do you think they'll right, give uh, a yeah. Flareon uh, Solar Beam because it's the only uh, fully evolved Fire type Pokemon <laughs> I that
1: cannot learn Solar Beam? Yeah. Except for <laughs> that was that was outdated. Now Salazzle and Incineroar also can't learn Solar Beam. <laughs> I love that. I love that
0: the one of uh with of the Little Mermaid and he's playing the recorder. Yeah. So that that's
1: Neil scary guy. Is that? Yeah, he oh. he wrote he wrote that comic and he did a voice like a voice dub of it later on. as Oops, well. Oops, all bangers from Neil. Wait, hang on. They've only just added Mewtwo, like well, uh, yeah, recently. Had, but to make up for it, they added two different Mewtwo. Oh, X and Y, literally. Yeah, yeah. They, There's X and Y. One X chromosome, one and chromosome. Y chromosome. Mewtwo. <laughs> Yes, God, And that bothered me. So, okay, I'm gonna rant a bit uh, while we're while we're still well it's still my turn. Sure, Go for um, it. So they, they, so they added M- both Mewtwo's, and this was shortly after earlier this year. They added Zacian, um, or I guess last year now they added Zacian as a, a legendary Pokemon that was playable. Yes, um, and Zacian and both Mewtwo's had the same problem of even after multiple nerfs, they were like far and away the, the best Pokemon in the game, like no question. Um, and they kept trying to tinker with it. Like they would, they would edit their movesets and to change their damage values and change their stats and whatever. And earlier, so late, late last year, they just decided to say, fuck it and gave up. Those Pokemon are just banned from ranked now. They're, they're considered EX Pokemon. <laughs> um, you can't play them in ranked, but they are just not going to balance them. That is... Not fair. That is go banana snapple. That's fair. Like keep them available. I guess you can still play it's as just, them in like a like a like a casual or like You can still play as them in casual, but like casual's unplayable now because <laughs> everyone just uses them. Like
0: That is if, so like, I don't funny. always
1: I don't always want to deal with the point anxiety of playing ranked. Um but having having to play um like you going into casual and seeing the opponent's team has Zastian and both Mewtwo's on it, it's like, well I guess we just lose then. Yeah. Cause like they're they're intentionally unbalanced, and that's that is the explicit design intention behind it. Now,
0: see, they should just make like an EX mode then, and, like put in like two more like really OP Pokemon, and like the the whole, each team is just like one of five like OP Pokemon.
1: Yeah, like that I, feels I, I like the know. obvious be, answer to me. It, yeah, I think they just didn't really didn't want to piss off the like Mewtwo fans because they're like some of the loudest and most who, annoying Pokemon who cares. fans. Cares?
0: Yeah, they're annoying.
3: <laughs> they can shut up.
1: I love Mewtwo, but, but yeah. also, yeah, be be cool. I
3: mean, yeah, you're, you're, not, not, you're not being not a loud and boy, annoying. Though.
1: Yeah, you're, you're not someone who defines part of their identity for whining about Mewtwo. I you know? didn't... You <laughs> would... Put it like, this way. You I, would not say, today we are all Mewtwo's. Uh, no, I, that sounds like something a cringe
3: person would say, so... Uh, whatever.
0: Does, does no one else understand? Is that Is that a me reference? I
3: don't get it. I think that's a you reference. I think that's a you reference, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell us
1: later. Um... What else have you been up to, Mina? Uh, yeah. So aside aside from from Pluto and and Pokemon, uh, I've been making steady progress on the novel that I'm co-writing with my friend. Um, it's it's real. It's fucking happening. Like we're actually looking into like literary agents and like um publishers and whatever, which is like, let's go wild. Cool. Like I did not think that I would ever <laughs> get this far with like a a non you know work related creative endeavor. But uh yeah, it's it's exciting and it's a bit scary. Uh, we had our first test reader um f- fully finish the draft we have so far uh for the first time and she loved it. Like she was so glowing about it. Um which is very great and validating and uh makes me want to keep going. Cool. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. It's yeah, it's great when someone who doesn't have any obligation to to say nice things about you still says great things, you know. Yeah. It's like this is this is a person who literally has no personal connection to to me or my co author. Like there's no, you know, social convention um, requiring her to say nice things. You've successfully That pit- feels very satisfying. You've successfully beta tested the book, this is what you say. Yeah. There
0: you go. You've you've made it. You're making it. And we're <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. I have- Listeners say you're proud of Mina right now, even if she yeah, can't hear it. Say it. I'm, say it out loud. I'm proud i of, it I'm
3: proud of Mina. I'm proud of I'm Mina. I'm proud of Mina.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a listener too. Thank you. I'm, i was listening. So
0: that is true. You are <laughs> listening. You are a listener. <laughs>
1: um yeah, so that's that's basically what I've been taking up most of my time is those those handful of endeavors. I really want to get into playing more games soon. I've had um Spider Man two, you know, in the packaging since like mid December and I haven't I haven't opened it yet. One of um, one of my favorite
3: GameCube games.
1: uh i really want to play uh mario wonder as well i got that um for christmas from a family member um that looks great uh sloan i'm sure is going to talk about how fantastic the game is in a moment and tom has already talked about how fantastic that game is uh so i'm very much am looking forward to giving it a shot um yes Plus, there's like 50 million games coming out in the next like two weeks, but I don't think I'll be getting any of them just for the sake of focusing on, on, you know, doing more novel work and catching up on my backlog. You're on the grind set. Yeah, I also still have, I still have Kirby in the, the Forgotten um, World. <gasps> that game and is so good. To, I really, really want to finish that, the, um, the game. but I haven't had the chance to. That game is incredible. Like That game is so yeah. good. Yeah, every, yeah. One everyone of the best, keeps telling me.
3: One of the best endings. Like, Kirby games are so good at endings now. Like, it's been a thing that they've done well for, like, a good while now, but, like... It's, yeah, it's, it's actually, actually it's Kino. Yeah.
0: Like, I'll, sometimes I'll say the joke, like,
3: oh, it's Kino. No, uh, the
0: Kirby in the Forgotten Land ending is actually Kino.
3: Yeah. Also, do as in cinema. Yes. Yeah. Do it's cinema. Do everything in that game as well. Like that is that is worth one hundred percenting.
1: I think I don't think I think the last Kirby game I didn't one hundred percent was Mass Attack. I'm I'm generally pretty good at finding all the content in them, even if I have to do like bullshit True Arena stuff to get it. There is some yes, there is, there is quite a lot of that. But
3: yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't think the True Arena is that bad personally. I enjoyed it a lot in in Forgotten yeah. Land. I think that game just plays really well. I think it it. The true arena stuff definitely benefits from it being a three D game. I would say, And yeah. having like a dodge, yeah, a dodge and, button. <laughs> and I've
1: I've heard, yeah, I've heard people say that there are some truly busted things you can do to just like face roll your way through. Oh yes, the, yeah. the most difficult content if you have yeah. to. So yes, absolutely. There is... like there is
0: there are some like tough challenges that like I got through just by like mashing roll.
3: Yeah, there is that. Yeah, but then, I'm... but then there's also some of the power ups. Like uh, anything with swords is pretty good. I'll say. I'll say that much. Um yeah. yeah, I'm I'm this excited to play is... Hammer.
1: I've heard Hammer is really good in this game. Hammer has yeah. always yes. been one of my favorite um Kirby powers. Yeah, Hammers is, Hamm is really good in that game. Yeah. The that... the
0: what they do with the powers in this game are very interesting
3: and fun. Yes. It's it oh I need to replay that game now. Podcast <laughs> is canceled.
1: I'm going yep. I'm going back to we'll do, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a book club for it. Nice. Book club. um but but yeah, it's it's been great. I've been having a very fun time with it. Um I'm really excited to to pick up that game once I have the, the spare time. Um so yeah, that's that's basically been me. Um Tom, what about you? What have you Oh sorry, there's one more thing I wanted to say. I did see the boy in the heron last week. Woo! Um You're Yay. right, Tom, it is it is fantastic. Yeah. Um absolutely, you know, a, a movie about why <laughs> why there shouldn't be another Miyazaki. <laughs> um Yeah. It's it's great. i I loved it a lot. Um, some of the allegory was a little bit hard to parse in the moment, but thinking back, it was like, oh no, that that makes sense. Like you're able to connect the dots pretty cleanly. Yeah, yeah. Once that film
3: ends, it all sort of slots in nicely into place. I feel like if you if you're especially if you know anything at all about like Studio Ghibli and like the general's like legacy of the you know Japanese theatrical anime and stuff. So yeah. Um, and, yeah. Also,
1: Kiriko, so attractive. <laughs> She is such a. I oh, didn't yeah. know that Ghibli could make women this hot.
3: <laughs> yeah, that. Not not like a groundbreaking design, but like yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I think that was. It's a very it's a very specific genre of woman that I don't think they've done before. Because even even they're 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 more you know uh, physically imposing, powerful women like, um... uh, you know, uh, God, what's her name, um. Is it Sai from Princess Mononoke? I think so. Yeah. Like, she's, you know, very tomboyish and strong, but she's not, like, repped like Kiriko is. Ooh.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, she's voiced by uh, Florence Pugh, so... Yeah, all that's giving it a, a fantastic performance. All that's
3: all. All that's all. That's all I'll say.
1: <laughs> yeah, great movie. Um, I loved it. I love women. Uh, Tom, what have you been up to?
3: Um, I have be well firstly you can find me on uh, Blue Sky. Uh uh I always forget my name there. Is is Coldman? Yeah, just Coldman. Just Man. just Coldman, yeah. yeah. Um I deleted my Twitter account because I read a bunch of shit earlier and I decided even though I'm not posting on this site anymore really, I also just don't want to be on that site. So I deleted my account and um, You're so real for that. The, I, the
1: trolls won. I can't believe it. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah,
3: they weren't even coming for me. I just, I just got sick of this shit. That site's such a cesspit now. Fucking hell. Um, yeah. So you know, it's a new year. Yeah,
1: it's rapidly proving the dead internet theory correct.
0: We used to have really good freaks on that site, and now all the freaks are just freaks. Yeah, like derogatory.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so um, so I'm on Blue Sky there, which is mainly, which is nice because Blue Sky's still quite sort of
1: small. It's it, it's getting busier and stuff, and that's nice. And and um, I get what I'm... I I appreciate that their their stance on content moderation was strong enough that it made Jack Dorsey rage quit the board of directors. <laughs> that's that's epic.
0: Real? Oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. Speaking of
3: weird freaks, um, so that's cool. It does what it does. It does what it needs for me. Um, I think. I'm going to have a more positive outlook on life if I don't cave and reactivate my account. So uh, if I do... Be strong. If I do, you didn't see me. Um, and this conversation never happened. Okay. Uh, but I'm on, I'm on <laughs> Blue Sky there. Uh, but also, yeah, I'm on you
1: know, Discord and
3: whatever. Yeah. If you need to find me, you can find me.
1: Um, send, out, send out a smoke flare. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, okay. I have played a few games. I've kind of made... I would like to play more games in twenty twenty four because I have been very bad at playing stuff and just generally doing stuff that I enjoy rather than, you know, kind of just like sitting down and not doing much of anything. So, um, you know, procrastination's a bitch. Um, it's not just for work, it's also for play. It it true it, it, it damages all the things in life which make the world go round and Make my world go round at least, and, and I would like to stop that. So, as well as being more productive, I would also like to have more, more fun. So, I I feel like I've got off to a decent start. So, um, there's a few games that I've played. Uh, I picked up one of the Humble bundles from last year. Last year, it was like, um, I think it was the first one that they'd done in collaboration with Wholesome Games. Now, say what you want about that outfit, but um, um, it, it's a little. <laughs> whatever, but um, I generally think they've got a good heart and uh, the games that they included uh, were pre- seemed pretty cool. Um, I played a game called Mail Time, which was like a like a platformer. It's it, oh, male time. Yeah. What about female time, Tom? Jeez. I, I mean, I think there's a lots. Of, there's lots of females in this game, if that helps. Uh, as far as I can tell. Oh,
0: okay. oh uh, I'm, in, I'm interested now. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, so it's it's like you just go around this like forest. It's a bit. It's a bit animals are in wood. It's like you just kind of hopping about and listening to people's problems and delivering uh, the post. So or the mail, if you will. So, um. So yeah it was uh, there's not much to it it's very it's very slight i will say um, but it's a couple of hours i said decent for a couple of hours that was my mini review on the beast guy and i think that's accurate um, i also got tiny kin in that bundle so i replayed it because i played it on <laughs> Ga- i played it on game pass recent, pre- <laughs> previously i now I now own it on Steam, so I played it. You're now tiny, Ken Pilled again? I, I played I a hundred percent of that game. <laughs> very Did you do the time trials? Very quickly. With the time trials, yeah. Yeah. So 100... Yeah, time trials are fun. The time trials are hot, fun and they're not they're not like a cakewalk either. Like I got platinums.
0: Yeah, no, they're they're tough. I, I got platinums. I tried very hard everything. to
3: improve times and
0: it is it is like squeezing uh blood out of a stone at some point. I had
3: to switch over to controller to uh to do those trials. That would trials. probably help.
0: Yeah, because I, I was like I, this is hurting
3: my fingers.
0: <laughs> That's, that, is, that is literally what happened to me. I had to stop at one point because like, my hand was cramping because yeah. of like holding shift and stuff. Yeah.
3: It, so I think playing mouse and keyboard is a perfectly fine way to play that game normally. And with the throwing mechanics and stuff, it makes a lot of sense. You do not mm-hmm. need to throw in the, uh, in the time trials. So going over to a controller... It's just, it's just perfect. Like it, it, it,
0: There, there is like one time trial that I threw a little bit on to give
3: myself like a, a little quicker yeah, boosting point, but yeah, there, there, there is. It's not like required. No, it's not. No, there's, there's. Uh, yeah, I feel like I did something like that once, but I was able to do it on controller just fine. So, yeah, it's, it's fine. So I, it's
0: not, it's, it's, not, it's not
2: precision.
3: But yeah, that game, that game rules, and uh, yeah, everyone should play it. So there we go. Um, they're making another game. Uh, they've they've got something in, they've got something in the works, but it looks like more of a smaller project, so um hopefully they can I don't know, make a Tinekin sequel, please. Um The other Tunikin. Wait, what? To, did you say Tooniken?
0: Tuniken, oh, no. T-W-O. Oh no. <laughs> um Giving myself a raise for that one. And then taking a laugh. Tom, <laughs> go ahead, sorry. Uh
3: I played a game called Orbo's Odyssey. Uh, if you're familiar with the Peeb game, um, I, okay, the the what game? Peeb. This is this Peeb. This is something that's come out of the like haunted PS One like side of the demo disc, the demo disc gotcha. stuff. Yeah, like that side of the in, like independent scene. Um, yeah, so Peeb's Adventure was a game that was included as part of one of those. Um, it's like a 3D platform esque thing with some like spooky undercurrents. Um, that you know, you have to kind of have to dig. It's mostly comedic, and then there's some like you know, creepypasta stuff beneath the surface. Um, and then his eyes turn red, (laughs) blood red, yeah, that that kind of thing. Um, but Orbo's Odyssey is like a basically a spin off of that. It is uh, a paid game, but it's only a few dollars, pounds, whatever. Um, by the same people, uh, and it is very much in the same vein of, like, a 3D platformer where you collect stuff and uh, yeah, it's very short, but it's very um, quick too, and I had a lot of fun with it. And the soundtrack is all drum and bass and it's hilarious. Um, there's also a lot of, mo- there's, like, workshop support so someone already made, like, Mario 64. <laughs> like That's so they, funny. They just, That's funny. They, just, they just ripped all the maps out of Mario 64 <laughs> and, like, put it in. Um, it's really, really funny, so uh the last thing I did was I played through Portal Revolution. Um oh, yeah, that's the, the fan uh game. Yes. That's like a mod, right? Exactly, yeah. It's it's um it's a mod for portal two, but it is a full length like new
1: campaign story, whatever you want I to think call it. My my first question is always good about like portal fan games or mods is always gonna be how's the humor? Good. Um so this has been
3: in the works for a while. I think I think it was like eight years or something the they said um oh wow and um which you know is all puts it five years after portal 2 came out and like uh when it started development so there's full voice acting in it like there's there's the, the performance is pretty good there's only two people doing them
0: um did they get jk
3: simmons back no 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 no. They, <laughs> oh well obviously not no <laughs> but um but like no this is this, it's like two new ai characters that they it's right um not AI characters, you know what I mean, like the, the cores, the personality core characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these are actual human voice actors doing this. Um, and they do a pretty good job. And like, yeah, the humour's pretty decent. There's like one really good joke in it. Uh, and I feel like for a fan game, if you can do like one really good joke that feels like it's, it's on the level of like the main portal games. I feel like that's that's a job well done. So, yeah, um, yeah. that's a, that is a job well done. Mechanically, there's some cool ideas in here. There's there's apparently some stuff. Apparently, there was one thing that they basically was going to be included in Portal Two, but didn't make the cut, and they've included it in here. Um, oh wow, they've included. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it's to do with the. Do you remember in like Portal Two, there'd be like the bits where you like you're like
1: going through a tube, basically.
3: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
1: To, to transport you from one area to the other. Yeah,
3: like not even the elevators like sometimes yeah you'd just be in a yeah, pneumatic the, the flying the glass tube. Yeah, yeah, so that, that I guess that was actually meant to be an actual mechanic and that is used in this game for like some puzzles. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. Um there's a lot of more puzzles involving just using one portal like before you get both portals. Which I thought was yeah. interesting. They really like make you wait to get the second portal, which was which was interesting. And I thought that was really neat. Um there's some what I think are new mechanics as well. Like there's some there's some really cool stuff in there. So it's it's I would recommend it for anyone who enjoyed Portal One, Portal Two. It's really good. Um and yeah, it just it was just like a nice return to to that to that game. Um, difficulty is li- that, that sounds- yeah, di- a little yeah. The difficulty is a little low low place, but I'm not sure if that's because I was just getting back into the swing of it. You're just you're just a port. You're just a god at portal. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> 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 Absolutely not. No. I I was like struggling like very early on with puzzle uh, and the like, and then after I did it, the rest of the game was actually. S- mostly mostly okay um, and I was just like very very confused by the whole thing um, but yeah no it was really cool so yes if you like Portal um, that's that's worth doing that's worth uh, playing uh, but yeah that's all I've really been up to so Sloan I'll throw it over to you
0: you can find me at Sloan Rosette and if you want a good game, if you're like Tom, you're looking to to start off the year right, playing some good games, why don't you head over to sloanrzet.itch.io and <laughs> maybe
1: peruse a little bit. Yes. Yeah.
0: Just, just Fe- take a little look-see.
1: Featuring the latest inductee into the Visual Novel Database. Yeah, that's true.
0: I am in the Visual Novel, Novel Database. That's how you know I'm legit. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm in the Twitch directory yet. I gotta get that fixed. I gotta yeah, get me in the Twitch directory. You gotta
1: provide them with a custom uh, thumbnail.
0: That's, yeah, we gotta, get that note to self, uh, do that. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, shilling aside, so one of the things I've been wanting to do this year is like, you know, I wanna, I wanna get cooking more, cause I'm not really like that skilled, so I've been making some food, I've been making some tasty food, I made a corn chowder the other week, hoo boy, do you both like corn chowder? I don't think I've ever had a corn chowder, to be honest. It's very good, it's, uh, I made it with like corn, potatoes, red peppers, some ham. I'm not sure i have had a chowder. You don't. You, you're not a chowder head.
3: Yeah, it's not really something that I feel like you kind know, of anyone has had. <laughs> Maybe it's more than, uh, American in the UK. Yeah,
0: it's probably an American thing. Maybe uh, I made some. Ench- I made some enchiladas and I burned my wrist. Oh dear. Oh no. And I'm I'm okay. It was it was very minor, thankfully. But oh, good. I I I went to go pick it from the oven and I had my wrists up. And as I'm p- going to grab it, I'm like, I know this is a bad idea. I know my wrists are gonna touch the oven. But I my my body kept moving. So uh, oh, no. be careful when you're taking stuff out of the oven, kids.
3: Yeah, yeah, don't don't die.
0: As, I'll do my best. <laughs> as for kid, as for kids, as for for games, I've been playing. I I 100 I percented Super Mario Wonder. I finished that last night. It's good. It's a great game. It's peak. I want Wonder two, and I want it right now. I think I think the drill power up needs to be kept in the Mario canon for year, for generations to come. <laughs> Yes, it's a, it's su- it's a such a fun good power up. Yeah, I, I feel also uh, whoever invented the invisibility badge, I hope
3: you are tried for crimes against uh, humanity. <laughs> I feel like the I hate. That. I feel like everyone has their own like favorite power up from uh, uh, like from that game, which is cool. Um, I like a lot of people love the bubble, a lot of people love the drill, and you know the elephant.
0: I thought I, I like bubble too, but I think drill is just like. Drill allowed me to cheese stuff that was not very easy, so I have an affinity for
3: it. I had a lot of fun with Drill plus the uh, crouch jump.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: So
3: that, the badge, so that was, yeah, that was a fun way to play the game, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the final, final level, uh, that, that is a good level, but, who boy, that, like, chewed through, like, and it's, like, not, like, lives are a big thing in this game, but, like, 40 lives, like, trying to get it, and it's, like, oh, like, that was a, a, a good challenge. Yeah. The 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 final boss was actually pretty fun. Like it wasn't that hard or anything, but it was very fun, so. Uh I I had a smile on my face every time I was playing it. Every level they did something new, but it didn't even necessarily like, feel like a gimmick. Like like each of the wonders was like something different, basically. But none of it ever felt like, oh like this is just a throwaway gimmick. It felt like they really thought about it, you know? That's good. Yeah. Or maybe you don't know, I don't know.
1: No, I was, sorry. I thought you were going to continue.
0: Oh no! I was just saying, like you know, like you know. I, I know. We know. I know. Yeah, I agree. agree. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's it, what a good game. What a a very good game. Um. I I, the 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 animation is so like beautiful too. Like the direction, the art direction stuff is like so good. Like everything about it is like fantastic. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just don't have enough to say that like everyone else in the world has already said. Uh, what else have I been up to? Um, I'm gonna get back to Signalis tonight uh, as of time of this recording. I'm gonna be uh, pooping myself again. I can't wait. I'm almost done with it though, and I know there's like a few endings, so I'll probably be stuck on like I'm not stuck, but like I'll be playing that until I get all the endings and stuff because I really want to see it through. Uh, that game is very good. Again, I'm a big scared baby. I'm a big scared coward baby, and that's okay.
1: I guess I'll, I'll just warn you: some of the endings are very difficult to get.
0: Okay, I'll. Pro- I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm probably gonna use a walkthrough. Like,
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: I, like, if they're like esoteric, then like, I, I, I want. I want to see like what they have to show, and I don't necessarily want to be like a- shambling in the dark trying to figure it out. Like, I don't know if that's like against like their intention of like what they want as a game, but. I, I, wa- I want to see it and I'm I'm that'll probably be my main game until then. I have Persona Five Tactica to play afterwards. I have some more Steam games. Uh, and yeah, that's really it. I oh and I have to get back to uh, working on uh, the visual novel and another pro- another interactive fiction project that I, I worked on a little bit in December. I was like I'm gonna do this in December and then I got sick, so I did not do that in December. But yeah, I've got I've I've also got a few I've I've got a lot of. I, iron's on the fire. Probably a little more than I should, but... That's just how it be. Cool. What do you call a mouse <laughs> that really wants to get some cheese? He's on that Rhin set.
2: Oh, no.
3: Uh... God damn it. Alright. That's me. That'll be the Novacast. I'm on that Ryan set. That'll be the Novacast.
0: Anyways, next episode we'll be covering episodes 34 and 35 of Digimon Data Saver Squad. All right. I'm excited this has been the NovaCast and thank you all for listening
1: thanks everyone thank you everyone